Welcome back to another episode of Supercoach Insider. My name is Ben. And I'm Chris. And thank you for having us. It has been a little bit sketchy, I think, Chris. The first round of the buys are done. And boy, they're not over yet. Uh, no, it, they're definitely not over. But actually, it's only, the fun is only just beginning, really, Ben. It is. Uh, and I've had so much fun in the first round. I'm really keen for round two. So much fun. <laughs> so much fun. Um, quick little shout out. We've got to do... Today is sponsored by Dylan Smith. So this is the Dylan Smith special, uh, who was kind enough to send us some cash for beers. So today we're going Cricketers Arms, the lager. Get in the lager, I reckon. And it's a subtle dig because I know Chris doesn't like cricket, but the world... Wait. Excuse me, sorry. You I are just, just I thirsty. Oh, that's actually quite nice. Uh, yeah, lager. Mm. It's nice. I really don't like lager, let's, let's be honest. Yep. So Dylan Smith, uh, today is um, for you. This is the Dylan Smith special. So um, I'm sorry for the late start for the podcast. For those that were waiting on Twitch, I had to stop off for meds. I've been coughing like a banshee. And today I'm, I just had some cough medicine. So I'm probably doing the non-medically recommended thing. Um, so sorry, Ben Ashton, who <laughs> is a pharmacist. But I've just mixed uh, mixed some cough syrup with um, beer. So we'll see how that goes. <laughs> what the <laughs> Otherwise, I'm going to cough the whole way through this, Chris, and I want to get it done for the people. Well, I want to engage. So I'm, I'm all for it, bro. How did you go this week, Chris? Because I think you finally got one back up. What is it? Three versus eight now? Is that how we're going? I don't know. Well, I actually don't know how you scored yet. So I know that I hated my life because this week should have been a career week for me. Well, I know you beat me because you vice Captain Cripps. That's the only reason why I had a half-decent score, but I was I'm surprised you didn't go bigger when I saw well, your score. Well, I should have been, and I'll, I'll explain tell, to the public. Tell the people. Because this frustration is about to go into fucking overload, all right? And I'm swearing early because I'm or I was frustrated last week. You mean you're more frustrated than a Brisbane supporter <laughs> after halftime? <laughs> no, 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 that's good. No, actually, I would. I, I actually, you know, and I did have the VC on Crips. Halftime, it was 55, and I did say we were chatting. I was like, you know, it's just like Crips to have like a hundred point half. So, like, you know, it could go anything. It's my fault. <laughs> It's half time. Neil is Neil killing was on it. Eighty-seven. You start having a little bit of a chip. Oh, oh big oh, time chip. Crip, Neil, I was like, oh, I think, I remember, do I actually vividly remember this, Chris? Where I was just like, oh, ouch, VC on Crips. What a rookie. Show us your rooks. Yeah, I can understand that. And backfired big time. But um, how'd you go? Uh, I went quite well. Yeah. So I went uh, nineteen ninety-four, um, which was a great year as well. I was nine years old. Um, no, so. Uh, my frustration really, I mean, that might sound like an okay score. It wasn't a great score, but it was an okay score is that I actually had 21 players playing this week and I had six scores of six, six. No, no, actually a lot. I had nine scores, 72 or under three of those were premiums. I had 15 premiums playing and had six rookies. And I still, so the issue was, and your VC. So I had all of the bad scores, all, all of them. Any like, if there was one, I have one. Now, the only one I didn't have was Petroselli. Um, so I had uh, Corbett's ten. I then had Jordan Clark's twenty four. I had Bolter's twenty nine. I had Answorth's thirty three. I had Brody Smith's forty eight. I had Cornelio's sixty four. My new trade in that was so great. Thank you very much. Um, I had Jeremy Cameron 70 
And my he, highest- Jeremy Cameron was on nothing for three quarters. Did you see? He was literally about to drop in cash I again. Was, you know what? About and, halfway through that game, I realized, back, oh, wait, Jeremy Cameron's on my team. I should check his score. He was. Did you see how bad it was or no? Uh, I didn't see because I didn't watch the game. I was watching it. He was on, he was like the bottom scorer, I think, for GWS. He was on like 20 mm. or 17 or 20. It was horrid. Anyway, okay, so where are you ranked now, Chris? Uh, I did go up 4,000 spots. So, so you're in the 20 or no? I'm just outside of 20,000. I'm 20,000, like 190 or something like that. I know you start what? losing count after the first 10,000. So, so <laughs> just like money. Um, so I did, yeah, I did go, I went better, but I was frustrated because I thought that with the amount of rookies that I had, I'd at least be able to you know, chip a couple of 70 scores or you know some decent, maybe an 80. The rookie scores that scored really well, Sam Walsh I traded last week. Um, Michael Gibbons I traded two weeks ago. So a lot of people still have them, which was yep. a good idea to hold. Um, I just needed to, to, to trade premiums. So I had to get more premiums in my team, try and fix up my squad. So That's fair. Damn if you do, damn if you don't. It just happened to be an unlucky week for me, a week where I thought I was going to get uh, ahead of the competition a lot and score really well. I just didn't end up doing it, but can't win them all. That's true. Um, so with mine, Chris, um, I'm, I think I'm actually really lucky because I had, I did have 18. Um, I was really lucky that all of those other rookies that I don't have tanked Yeah. because if they fired, I was going backwards in the ratings basically. So I had Answorth, I had Brody Smith. Um, so the, the first one though, Answorth, I actually waited on my trades. Mm-hmm. Answorth did really bad. So I was like, ooh, okay. So he was my 18th player. So I was like, right, well, let's risk it. I'm going to bring in Rotham, who got 30. <laughs> so, right, well, I had Rotham as well. Sorry, I forgot to mention I had Rotham too. Yeah, uh, just so absolutely. I, I got a 40 out of Rotham. But was he it, was counting my score. Wasn't it? Was no, it? 40. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I made some points. Um, anyway, so still disappointing. Uh, I ended up bringing in uh, Cornelio as well. Um Look, just more for the fact that he was playing next week and I wanted the extra premium for the round. Didn't work out, obviously. Well, that was part of my trade plan. Is that I, like Part of the reason why I wanted him was just because I could have him for the round. Well, yeah, yeah for the round, he's a good price. And to, to be honest, I'm not even upset. Like, yes, I'm upset he didn't do too well. Uh, however, for me, it's I still like watching him play. Do you know what I mean? Like he's still uh, yeah. one of those people like a Bonson Pelly or, or a Matty Crouch or someone that I can look at and actually enjoy watching him play football. Mm. So I'm not that upset that I have him in my side at all. Um, I do know somebody who traded Walsh out to uh, Pendlebury. Oh, Not naming any names, uh, Ben Ashton. Um, <coughs> trade though, um, something we might not touch on. And I think it's 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 all right to touch on that on this from the top. We I, I definitely recommend a Pendlebury and I still think he's a good choice. True. There's a problem with Pendlebury that we didn't foresee in that Braden Sire oh, yeah. is a fucking beast. Yep. And we knew he was good last year, but I think we just all forgot well, right? you know how good he is. You know what's funny? I'm literally playing, I have to win my draft games at the moment. So yeah. I'm trading people out. I brought in Sire. Oh, that's a great idea. And now I'm like, draft oh, smoking. Now I have to hold him. Braden Sire played so well. And, and a lot of contested The problem ball. was, I didn't see much of Penelope around the ball. We both, I asked you for the heat map. Yeah, his heat map was outside, but I, I did see him around the ball a little bit. But the problem was, is that any time he went near a contest, I think it was um, Oliver was actually next to him. That's true. The minute he even grabbed the ball, really well. the minute he even grabbed the ball, bang! Like they just sort of tackled each other. That was it. Look, I thought that the Queen's birthday game was fantastic. I actually had to take half day off work to do it 
So to watch it. So uh, I went to, so we both currently work at the same company, which is pretty awesome, by the way. Yeah. Um, shout out to Dougie and Donna yeah, and, I'm, I'm uh, a, and Damo. I'm a visitor. Um, so I went to my boss and I'm like, oi, I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't realize today was not a public holiday and calling it a playing day. He's like, oh, the Queen's birthday game, of course. I was like, yeah. Do you mind if I like just bail and work for a bit? He's like, oh, I'm pretty sure you have that meeting. Hey. And I was uh, like, that's so cool. Yeah, I do have that meeting. You're right, Dougie. He's <laughs> like, yeah, mate, just get out of here. So he's, he's pretty cool. Yeah. Look, I, I honestly, my. Anytime your boss is like, go, unreal. Go do that thing. Well, like, you know, I, I, I've had great bosses before, but um, yeah, Doug and Donna, they really take care of me. And it, it's, it's really good to work at a, a really good company. Um, but yeah, so I managed to get the day, day off. I managed to watch the sliders as well. Yeah. I thought Nick Rewalt was, Nick so Rewalt was the um, unbelievable, by the way. Yeah. He uh, even he was did awesome. the whole performance, but I couldn't, you know, what's interesting. Like I couldn't tell it was Nick Rewalt. You know, what's also interesting, Chris, what's that? Is that you didn't even let me finish how I went for the round. Oh yeah. Well, do we really care about how you went for the round? No, how <laughs> did you go? Because I want to know, I do want to know <laughs> Mr. Cough syrup. Yeah, I know. Right. How did you go? Because I obviously, uh, you know, Side note, we even at the leisure or something, right? Yeah, we have to even out. Uh, well, we have to have at least one expert panel mm. on this uh, on this talk. Um, this is true. But I did actually quite like um, Favola as well, who I thought was actually quite funny. Yeah, the way he dressed up. But um, so with me, my score, I didn't go as well. However, I had a lot of rookies and stuff. I kind of planned more for the buys because I knew thirteen was going to be a stretch. Uh, I scored nineteen sixteen, and that was with Kelly as captain. So for the I you know, I wanted to I think I even mentioned VC danger into Lockie Neal but I didn't yep. want danger to get one thirty or one twenty eight and then I kind of feel like I had to take it so I was like right I'll go with Neal who was going well and little do we know that he just towed up so much in the first half that they decided to get someone on him yep. Kerr now like one of the best taggers when he is tagging absolutely brutal didn't do much at all after halftime um so yeah literally literally reneged him. Uh, so nineteen sixteen, I had brought in Cornelio, made a couple of moves there. Um, I do have some cash to spend, which is the plus side of it. So trying to set up mainly for this week. Um, so I end up having, I think it's about three hundred and sixty thousand cash, and I'm gonna make some moves this week, bringing in like Sick Dog or Ryan or both, or I'm even actually thinking about bringing in Bonds and Pelly because they play Carlton this week. Um, not quite sure yet, Chris, but I do have some money to burn because I will be having eighteen players this week. Although, which is what I will get into at some point, we might be, for those by we, I'm talking about those that are smart like me, uh, and, brought in, <laughs> and brought in, is it Dylan? Okay, bro. And brought in like Dylan Moore instead of Corbett, um, which I'm so glad that didn't work out for you this week. Just PS. Yeah. Um, he might even play this week. He's not playing. How do you know? Wingard's out. I know because I'm just positive that you made the wrong decision. Yeah. And- that I, I, <laughs> wholeheartedly, I made the wrong decision. However, Wingard is injured. So Moore could actually come back in for the Hawks. You look at it, I'm hoping that um, Scott comes in, like Higgins is out for six weeks. So it would just be my luck that on the one round where we're so tight for players, that all of a sudden Moore comes back, uh, Scott comes back. Literally, they should just bring in the whole band. They should just bring Bynes in for a game. Just get the whole gang together. I reckon. Well, I mean, you ha- you're accurate there. I think that there, there there's an outside chance that it might actually work for you. You know the reason it's I think very outside. You know the reason I think Dylan Moore might actually get a game, and I, I could be 100 percent wrong. 100 percent. Um, is that? <laughs> well, because he's quite he's fairly fit and he's fairly fast, and they play the bombers. So I think they might actually need him playing that sort of 
defensive role on one of the quicker forwards. Yep. And he can just run all day. So I think that's where, it, you know, Wingard's out. So whether they play him in the forward line and try and lock down one of those rebounding defenders or whether they sort of shift him the other way. So it'll be interesting, but I think there is a spot for him this game. Maybe not for many games, but this game I would be fingers crossed. Well, there's another couple that I think still might get games. I mean, uh, there's every chance that Haley actually rocks up every now and then. Um, I, I honestly, I had now this is this is obviously a joke, but surely Hayley. he's diddled the coach's daughter or something. The guy has absolutely Chris, been tearing up the twos. You've already brought logic to this argument. Chris. I just can't you, stand you've it. Already brought, it's uh, you've already brought logic to this argument on why he isn't playing. It's because he hasn't paid his time yet. That's true. But I don't like logic. I prefer the diddling his daughter story. It's it's actually going to make headlines. Maybe it's like he diddled Mumford's, not daughter. He's probably not that old. Anyway, that, that actually that makes it quite sick as well. Yeah, right. <laughs> anyway, anyway, Mumford's while thinking he's maybe maybe he sent a text or something to Mumford's missus, and they won't put him in the same side as him because he will fear for his life. Fair enough. Um, the other option, of course, is is uh, Scott. So Bailey Scott might actually get a game this week. Hopefully. Um, and, of course, the reason really at the end of the day for that is that um, obviously Higgins did a shoulder. He's out for five to six weeks, uh, reported by the club. Yeah. It, it could be hard, though. I mean, the only benefit is that Hall hurt his knee, uh, among other things, like his career. Um, <laughs> but they also do have, was it um, Dom Tyson? They also have a Hearn. But I'm hoping that with a new coach, maybe they're like, okay, we've won a few games. Let's give one of these kids a go. Yeah. Which would be cool. Fingers crossed. Tyson, I'm hoping Scott gets a go over Tyson, but that's just me. Um, now, by the way, guys, um, our video is slightly out of time with our audio, so I do apologize for anyone really? watching us live. Um, yeah, the reason is that I do believe my CPU just went and started downloading Windows updates. Oh, <laughs> so no way. Windows is just killing us, classic Windows. So um, it should be finished uh, very shortly. Um, and I'm trying to stop that now. So hopefully that's all synced. Let us know in the chat if it's all fixed. But um, yeah, so Bailey Scott, um, I do think there's an outside chance he gets it this week. I think he had 17 disposals and a goal. Um, Ahern's the other option that might come in for yeah. him instead. So there's more of a chance that Ahern gets in. But, you know, maybe who knows, both, new coach. Maybe they both get a game. I mean, there's surely a reason why Ahern's not playing as well. So maybe, maybe Bailey Scott gets another go. The only reason he was really dropped was um, injury and then get concussed. I think it's because Ahern's not that much of a defensive player because he's hurting them them on the backside, Chris. Yeah. I see what you did there. Jeez, this cough ripped on my head. Oh, wow. Um, So, look, how is your your approach to the buys? Okay, so tell me about the trades you made last week. Yes. The trades you're going to make this week and how that's going to affect your entire side. So, what trades did you go with last week? Um, Okay, so I went early on bringing in Gardner. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, just because he's a hundred k, and I figure even if he doesn't play, it's worst freed, case scenario. Well, it's freed up. It's freed it's up. It's the best max, of a bad situation. It's freed up max cash. Let me just go and reverse these trades and put all my premiums on the bench, which I'll forget about. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so I have three hundred thirty-seven thousand k. I brought in Gunner last week. I brought in Answorth last week, and I brought in Cornelio. So I got rid of. Um, I'm trying to think who I got rid of. Players? Yeah, no one relevant really. Obviously, but <laughs> Walsh. Did you get rid of Walsh? <coughs> no, no. Well, Whitfield, Walsh, you traded Whitfield, right? Uh, that's right, Whitfield. So pretty much, I just traded Whitfield. I got rid of a couple of oh, and um, not uh, Scrim Scrimshaw. Scrimshaw. Yeah. Both so not Scrimshaw not playing. Brought him. Got rid of him. Not playing. 
Um, freed up some cash that way and oh and Hayes was the other one. So Hayes, I figured if I went Hayes to Gunner, there's a hundred K. Yep. Um not gonna miss that, it's a hundred, so I'll just sort of take that. Um <coughs> Yeah, so sort of freed up cash that way to to make some moves this week because I wanted to upgrade this week. Uh so this week I'm looking at going Dylan Moore up mm-hmm. to Sick Dog for about 115,000 or something or other, not too much. Uh Atkins up, which would be the main one. If I can, you mean Darcy Moore, right? Yeah, Darcy Moore. You know, yeah. Darcy Moore up and Atkins up to a either. I could then switch him into defence, which would be likely, and make him uh, Ryan. So I could have Ryan and Scrimshaw essentially two for two, or I could actually. I was looking at getting rid of um, Dylan Moore, except now I think he'll play. So. So either way, you're fielding 18 minimum or you're fielding, what are you fielding this week? Uh, if I do the three trades, which I will to do if I have to, will be 18. Okay. Yeah. Because how, I wanted to set up. Do you know how many premiums you have in that selection? Uh, I think there's, oh yeah, I think I've got 12 premiums. So okay. considering where I started with a lot of my round 13 buy people, I think having that many isn't actually too bad. So. I think this week 13 premiums is going to be on the higher side. I think. Um, Some people will be on low, I'm like probably going to be on about 12. So I might be a slightly lower than you. Um, but last week, uh, I did I did quite a few trades, but mainly to, to set myself up for next week. So I had 21 playing. I could have had 22 if Hately, if Hately started. I would have had a full squad on field, which would have just been absolutely amazing. Um, but I obviously traded um, Lockie Whitfield as well last week. Uh, my other trade outs were, um, I think, Gibbons. Yep, so I did Gibbons to Baker, which is an unfortunate trade. That was a trade that cost me 57 points. And I also brought in uh, Sicily. So I went, so Whitfield to Sicily, uh, Baker to Gibbons. And my last trade was, let me have a look quickly at my team here so I can tell you. Oh, Cornelio. Um, So I brought in Cornelio as well. Yep. So unfortunately for me, my my trades lit last week all netted me negative points. Yeah. If I had held my trades, I wouldn't have done that. However, it has set me up for the next few weeks in terms of being able to uh, maximize my buy structures. The one thing that's really, 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 really bad for me now is that I plan those trades on the contingency that the guys that I'm trading this week would have enough cash to finish my trades that I had planned. And because they did so crap, you don't. Right. So Bolter loses money because he just is an absolute spud and gets a 29. So I had planned on trading him. I'd also planned on trading um, Answorth and Clark. So my, that was my three outs. All they needed to do was like make a 40 or 50, but instead they went negative. So um, Clark and Answorth both lost cash. And what that meant for me is that for me to get my optimum trades in this week, which to me is uh, I wanted to have Luke Ryan in, um, and I was and Boke in, so those are my two premiums, and then Gardner in one of the lines, so those are my three trades. How short are you? I'm 25k short, which I wouldn't have. It, all they need to do is if they all yeah, score make 50, 8k each. No, yeah. not even. They didn't even need to make money. I was I only. Hold. I just need to hold and not go below their break evens. But they all scored so poorly that they all screwed me. That's so good for me though. Worse than that is now I have Corbett as well. So I've got Corbett yeah. who's got a break even of 77, but he's only 210K. So there's no point in really trading him. And to make 18 on field this week, I now have to hold Bolter. I've got to hold Corbett. So the only way that I make 18 on field this week, which I'm, I'm, I don't think I'm even going to go that route, is by losing cash for my trades next week. 
So now I like I can't even make the trades that I wanted to make. So I've I've had to instead. <coughs> now I'm looking at a completely different structure of of trading out Arheny to Dunkley or some other sideways premium, maybe Caleb Daniels, a value premium, someone who's already played in the forward line. So or I could go skip on Boke and go Heaney to um, Heaney to Boke and then get Luke Ryan in the back line. But then on, I don't see the point because the Uber pre- like in my opinion, Travis Boke's an Uber premium in the forward line. So is Josh Dunkley, I think, moving forward. They're both Uber premiums. You know, getting Luke Ryan in, who's a conjective premium, like he'll, he'll probably average around the same as Thomas Stewart and you know, about half a dozen other guys that are looking at around that 100 average. It's not really important that I really grab them. Uh, someone like a Ryan, like I could, I could just wait a couple of weeks and get a Hearn or wait a couple of weeks and get a you know, Whitfield on the back end. So I'm more lean towards just grabbing premiums that are absolute must-haves, try and balance out my side and then look for that value F6 and value D5. At the moment, I'm looking at money to drop cash in the next couple of weeks. He's got a break even of around 190. 196. Yep, so he'll play the, he'll play this week. Depending on, if he gets another eighty, I'll wait till round fifteen for my last forward upgrade and I'll grab Monday. Right? So that's you know, I'll get him for about four eighty. Um that's a hopeful plan. Um on the He could drop more though. I think he's like five thirty now. Yeah. So he could drop a lot. Exactly. He could drop a lot, right? So which is fine. Like I, but as I just think to be able to afford him. I don't have the cash. True. So, so the other option is um waiting for someone like a Hearn or a Whitfield when they come back. So, uh, which I probably will do both. So I'll, I might leave a spot on the open because I'm. The unfortunate thing is, by me not having enough cash to do those optimum upgrades, I'm either going to have really subpar premiums in those spots, like a Franklin or or a Gray or similar, or I can wait a couple of weeks and just upgrade one or two weeks later, which will impact my overall rank, but will set me up better for leagues. So at this point, when I'm ranked the way I am, what's the better option? I don't know. I, I, I'm probably leaning more towards going towards um, yeah, waiting a little bit longer and getting the right premiums in. I've got enough trades to make that call, so I can. I'll still end with five trades, but it just might not be until round sixteen, <coughs> seventeen, until I'm fully upgraded. Yeah. But I'll have a good team for the finals. Whereas if that's I just true. go early now, I'm fucked. So yeah, Interesting. that's that's my plan at the moment. So I don't, again, it's just. How do I predict that? Like, no one can predict that you can't. in one round, six of my rookies, the only rookies I have pretty much, all went so bad that they've actually made me negative cash. And now I'm trying to bridge the gap. So Fair it's enough. tough. I'm sure a lot of other people out there in the same environment. But, I mean, I was playing JB in one of our um, – JB from Dr. Supercoach in one of our leagues. He had 18 on field and two less premiums and still beat me. Yeah, that sucks. Like, we both VC'd Crips, but he just had the right rookies. He had – and this is stupid, but he had Stack, which scored 70. Yep. Atkins scored 70. Yep. And Gibbons, 109. Yep. Those three just killed me. I couldn't Pretty compete much. with that. So. And I would have still had Walsh in my side if I didn't stuff up, which I can't be upset because I brought in you Kelly. You can't be upset if I you can't. trade a Walsh. I mean, he had ev- ev- all the evidence was towards... Well, I brought in Kelly, so yeah. I can't complain because Kelly has netted me points so consistently. Yeah. And realistically, his good score this week balances out for his bad one last week. So it's like he went 100 two weeks in a row. Yeah. Except for the fact that he's probably just spiked in cash. So, um, look. I feel that the, the thing with Walsh that uh, upsets me is that if you were in a good enough position that you held Walsh, Walsh this entire time and then you get that 140, like, great. But I, I'm, I'm not in a position where I could wait on his cash gen. 
at his price, need to make a move and need to try and make a move on the competition. After his 60 last week, I think a lot of people made the move. And yeah. well, it's well just they one didn't. Of those and because you're approaching the buys, you know you want to try and maximize your premiums on field and maximize the score. Yep. So don't feel bad if you're one of those guys that trade him. I think most people did. I did. Did you don't? Did you have Walsh? Or? No, I traded him for Josh Kelly. What was your overall score? You had eighteen. Uh, so nineteen sixteen, and oh, the good bad. thing was uh, I did drop in ranking, which I knew I was going to. Because I had around two on this. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, yeah. I had a bad score. However, because of all the other rookies that did so badly, yep. I actually only dropped like two hundred and ninety places. So I'm sitting at 1100 and like 50-ish. So not bad. So I'm sitting in a pretty good spot to kind of progress. I actually think this week fielding a full 18 will actually help me slide up the ranks. Well, here's the thing about this week. I don't necessarily think it's it's very important to field 18. If you look, because you most people... To. Most people are going to... I swear some, like a lot of people are going to probably have like 15 to 16. Which players. is fine. And if you're 15 and you've got 15 uh, premiums, then who gives a shit? Yeah, like true. you'll probably still outscore someone with twelve premiums and six rookies, especially if those rookies are Corbett yeah. Burgess. You know, so this Is week, Burgess injured. By the way, by the way, my my best scoring rookie last week was Burgess. Guess where he was on the pine, not scoring anything. He was an emergency because I had seven forwards this week. <laughs> Why didn't you put him in defence? You don't I have couldn't a swing. because I didn't have a swing. You now I in, do. You should have brought in Gardner. Yeah, hindsight's fucking fantastic, isn't it? <laughs> hindsight's bloody brilliant. <coughs> anyway, so. Um, yeah, so for me, um, I'm trying to work out at this point who I need to have. And if I brought in Bronson Pelly, then my midfield is done. Yeah, okay, so let's let's go through. We This is a week-by-week week thing where we really go through who you should be looking at trading in. And yep. we have done this for the last couple of weeks. Um, but based on the buy that's just gone, I do think that Bond's good, but he does have a, a break even 133. Yes. You can probably wait a week, but... They are the, playing the Blues. They're playing the Blues. And the, and the thing I like about the Dogs is I think they have about seven of their remaining games at Marvel. Um, yeah, I, think I don't Bond, mind it. Bond there could do some good things. Another um, reason why I'm going Dunkley. Like I, th- I think that I'm not going to get Dunkley at this price for the rest of the year. Yeah. So I think that even though... Sideways trading Heaney's not great in my position. I think that we just need him. Hey, we got a live follow-up. Out back to you. Thanks, mate. Thanks for thanks for following the stream and uh, welcome. Hopefully. Ask as many questions as you like, buddy. I was gonna say hopefully the NBN is now at the out back to you. That's true. Um yeah, so for me though, but here's a dilemma I'm looking at, Chris though, is if I went Bond Pelly now, then I'm essentially passing on some good value which will come. I I Hope, well, I anticipate that Merritt might get tagged at some point. Whether it's for a half a game or whatever, I think it will impact his scores. Those are two very good options. Yeah, and well, Matt Cratch, even though he went well this week, I, th- I think he still will drop a little bit of cash. So it's like, okay, do I go Bont this week, even though I know he has a high break even because of the potential to score? Like his score this week could really help rocket me up. True. Could do. Or I can then go, okay, well, maybe I'll go Sick Dog and Ryan in defense because let's remember, I actually move Whitfield to make another midfielder. Yep. So my defense line will need some work in the next couple of weeks. Yep. Um, yeah, so that's pretty much where I'm at at this point in time. So I'm not quite too sure. Uh, I will say that um, I am still tempted by the lure of um, Robbie Gray and Westhoff this week. Um, Westhoff's the one, isn't it? Well, so, say say you don't love the Westhoff pick. No, I'm considering... He is value. He is super value. I'm considering it because Charlie Dixon made it through his first round exactly. of sample. And um, he kicked like five goals, didn't he? He kicked like something stupid. So I'm considering it for that that fact because uh, also they're playing... Uh, who put playing this week? They're playing like Fremantle who don't Saints, have... No? No, Fremantle. Oh. 
Uh, Fremantle, yeah. who don't really have that many tall defenders, and I think he'll kind of work his way through a little bit. And the ruck at Fremantle, maybe Darcy will play if he's up for it. Um, I just think it's going to be interesting. So I think Westhoff might actually have a good heat streak. He normally goes on runs at some point. Even like years ago where he starts off horrible, I've brought him in a draft round and then he ends up averaging like 95 to 100 for the back end of the year. Yep. I am tempted to do that because if I do that, then he's cheap enough that I could essentially bring in a Franklin after his buy. Franklin went big this week and it's at the perfect time, isn't it? I know. He looked good too. But here's the thing. They're both so cheap that I could essentially have... Westhoff and Franklin as my dual F6. Yeah. You, and then if they do well, if there. they do well, I can then push one of my mid forwards and switch them into the midfield. I actually don't mind that. People are always, and the other one's Robbie Gray, but the thing you got to realize is Robbie Gray might go well for the next three weeks, but I don't think for the rest of the season, I've changed my tune completely on Robbie Gray from the start of the season. Yeah, I don't, I don't think for the rest of the season is going to be great. He'll have his occasional good score, but... I held him for that long. I had him for, I had him for six weeks at the start of the year playing the same role, and his highest score was like 106. His 140s are gone, man. Yeah, they are gone. And it's it's not his fault. It's it's Port Adelaide's fault. They either play go. him out of position. Here we go. Or, as I said, the ball movement there is freaking shocking. Yeah. They leave him one out in the square, but it's not one out. There's five other guys that are attacking that contest. He's never going to win a marking contest unless there's quick ball movement. It's not going to happen. I'm with you. Anyway. I am with you. I think he is over the oh, hill. Yes, please. Round two. You're not beating me today. Um, so, look, let's go through defensive line. And there's a couple of guys that I want to touch on that you might want to wait on. So, obviously, the big ones are Sicily and Ryan. Yes. We've said before, it's a coin flip. Stop asking. In the next Twitter conversation I see that asks me, oh, who should I choose between Sicily and Ryan? I'm literally going to pistol whip the shit out of you. <laughs> like, come on. Like, it's a coin flip. No one knows. The, the answer is so ambiguous. Where's that place that you like to go and eat and have beers, Chris? You're talking about shenanigans? Yeah. <laughs> Here's my pistol, Captain. Aha. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> anyway. Tro- super Troopers, for those who have seen it. Um, yeah, it's funny because I actually saw, I'm not sure, maybe it might have been Phantom or someone did a bit of an article on the both of them, and some of their stats are fairly identical except for kickouts. Yeah, which uh, Ryan gets, Ryan more, gets kickouts. more kickouts. Uh, you know, they both have their pros and cons. Um, Sicily is good value. Ryan, I like because he has he's actually gone big a few times. Yep. So if he goes on a heat streak where he actually goes big a couple times in a row, it could hurt. Yeah. However, he could just go 80, 80, 80, 120. You know, like it's, I don't mind him as an option. I'm looking at him, particularly with the injuries at this point in time. I think there's no, like, I think he's good for that six to 10. Yep. So the one you might want to wait on if you're still like pack, trying to pack out your defense is Tom Stewart. So if you just want to pack out your forward line this week, and then worry about your defense next week. Tom Stewart is value. So he's only 496000 which is why I'm looking at getting him. So instead of packing out my defense this week, I might look at saving 30 k and going Tom Stewart next week. Because I think that they're probably going to average about the same. Fantasy Freako posted some fantastic stats today. Um, Tom Stewart was uh, second in the kick-ins. Sorry, I lie. Second in play-on from kick-ins. Across the league for the year so far. Uh, Jake Lloyd's number one, as we all pretty much assumed, and I think Shannon Hearn's number Hearn, two. I was going to say Hearn would have yeah. to be out there for sure. So the great, the better stat from that, though, is how I asked, I straight up asked um, how many he's had since Zach Tui came in. Because yep. I thought Zach Tui would come and be the main kick taker. He was Tui, last year. Yeah, but he hasn't done anything this year, though. He's been really poor. You know his average, though? It's like 68 for yeah. Tui. I had a look in draft. I was like, 68 Tui. Maybe he's still just recovering, but... Um, Tom Stewart's still taking the majority of kickouts. So since Tom uh, Zach Tui came back, uh, play on kick-ins, um, 
sorry, uh, what am I saying? Tom Stewart has had 34 and Zach Tui's had 21. Okay. So, so he's, he's still taking, yeah. He's taking less than he was before, but it, the, the, the disparity I thought was going to be much less, which would have impacted Tom Stewart's average a lot. I think it also helps that Geelong are killing it. They don't, they're not reliant on that long kick down the line that, um, that they did. So I th- I'm surprised how dominant they are, actually. Well, not surprised, but as in I'm surprised that Scott actually had it in him to really change the way he's played and how much these young kids have actually They were forced lifted. to because... Well, they were forced to because it wasn't working. The, the, they can't continue to keep bringing in the their same... List is, their list is average at best. They're, just, they, they're, they're fairly well coached. You know, they're, they're, but they're doing the Richmond, though. Richmond, uh-huh. had, Richmond had some good key pillars. Geelong have some good key pillars, right? They have some good talent in there, but then they brought in these kids that are doing their role and providing effort and, and pressure. That's, they, they're bringing the Richmond game plan to 2019. Yeah, and the other thing that I'll say is that they, you know, Tom Hawkins is absolute killing it. He's a beast, by the way. But I don't think that they imagined that they would be able to draft a potential Brownlow winner in his second year. Stupid in, in Tim Kelly. His his asking price. Well, he 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 will he will go from rookie. To he's priced himself out of the market. He, he literally, what was it like? Rookie to what? Eight hundred, eight hundred thousand. No one a has million? that money. Eight hundred, a million. Like no, what? it'd be more than that. No one's paying a million dollars for Tim Kelly. It'd have to be eight hundred. It'd have to be up there Maybe. to lure him across. Yeah, well, that's, it would have to be like. They don't have that money. No, neither neither well, of those teams. Fremantle have already paying Hogan. They're already paying Fife. Hogan, Lob, Fife. Yeah, they paid a lot of money for those guys. Cam McCarthy would be on a stupid contract. You know, like that stupid contract's probably ending soon. No, no, they would have given it. No, no, no way. Because he only just went off two years ago. He'd have a. He's like three years now, isn't he? No. Well, maybe, but I would assume that they signed for longer, given that he was he wasn't a free agent, but you know he had to he had to go to them. So I I would be interesting to see what that is. Um, Yeah, he's he's no good. <laughs> you know they have some cheap players. You know Luke Ryan's undervalued and underpaid. Oh, for sure. You know they got him off the off the scrap heap pretty much. So you know, I, I, honestly, I'm not sure who. And he doesn't want to go to Frio, but he will because he wants to go to WA. I would be some very, 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 very surprised. How can West Coast afford him? No, they can't. That's what I mean. Like they can't. Who, who are they him? paying no though? Who are they paying at West Coast? Like overs. Yo, obviously on. They've a, got that oh, have I six guess, yeah. players on six hundred plus, mate. Yeah, yeah. Shuey, Yo, Gaff, Darling would Gaff be incentive. Stayed, Darling base. would be huge. Dom Sheed now is got, yeah, he's got a key to the city. No, yeah, so. yeah. That pays for <laughs> itself, right? He doesn't really need it. <laughs> pays for itself. Every time he goes out anywhere in it's, West Coast, he's getting free beer, yeah. free <laughs> so, food. Sorry, mate. Uh, it's not a new contract, but you're getting free shit everywhere. So can we just yeah. we're gonna gonna sign that one? Yeah, yeah, mate, we're good. Uh, anyway, so I think Tom Stewart's a real value pick that you might want to look at. If you don't want to just chalk your defense at this point, but you can't bring him in this week, obviously, unless you're playing for league, which of course you can, and it does depend on your buy structures. Um, in the midfield, of course. Um, so I think that a lot of people still don't have Lockie Neal, but he's in 42% of sides. Ooh. So I think next week, a lot of people will be looking to get I remember Neal. when Lockie Neal was in not many sides when we started him. Yeah, it's true. Um, ben Cunnington seems to just keep going on. So he's actually the um, the third best mid in terms of average right now, I think. Oh, wait, no. I lie. In terms of total points, he is the um, the third best mid. Yeah, because Fife missed a game. Uh, yeah, Fife missed a game. Josh Kelly missed a few. He he's um, up there, though. He's- yeah, so he's still fifth. Um, so in terms of average, he's averaging now 114 points. I had a pretty good game, 132 last week. But against the Gold Coast, you would have expected him to do a little bit more, to be honest. Yeah, for Gold um, Coast. 
I still think he's a good player and he's not necessarily a bad option. Um, again, what we said last week, I still think reigns true, is that he's not really hurting a lot of people because he's not in so many teams. So to we, we got a couple messages to, though. Yeah, a, uh, two teams in the top one hundred that um, to we, have we him know to a unique advantage, but to not have him is not a disadvantage. Like I can quite easily have a Jack McRae instead, or a Lockie Neal instead, or a Patrick Cripps. That you, you can pack your midfield out enough that he's not really impacting you. You know um, what the funny part is? Dunkley's only in sixteen percent of sides. I know, which is why it's really important that you get him. And I think he's in a lot of top sides though. Yeah, well, he was so. in he was in mine, and his percentage actually went from I think it was eleven or twelve percent. So whose side was he in? Sorry, me. Uh, damn it. You're not going to get me. I uh, still know the game. Does anyone out there play the mind game? If even you though, do, even though I'm drinking with my dominant hand, like anyway. Nah, yeah, I'm 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 always on my left. Um. Anyway, so Dunkley actually dropped about eight percent after his horrible start. So that means quite a few people dropped him. Fair enough. And probably brought him back in. So um, the other options again, and look, I think most people at this point are looking for their M8. They're not looking for their M7. They're probably looking for their M8. So you do have you've you've got the obvious ones in Bont and Merritt. But you've also got someone like a Gaff or a Yo that come back next week that I think that are real good value. Yeah, um, uh, Yo's still got a little bit of money to drop. I think a lot of people still probably are on their seven, Chris, because you have uh, Walsh people would have still hold it. Or Atkins, like I was running Atkins and um, Atkins and Richmond. I don't know Stack. what this is. Those are not spitter fingers. These are spitter fingers. <laughs> I was thinking more like... Everything, everything was good. <laughs> Car drove real good. good. It's real good. Car drove real well. I don't know. I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> um, the one player that you might want to hold on if you're looking for an M8 that's cheap, and this is what I'm doing, is I'm waiting for Rory Sloan. So Rory Sloan right now is 536k with a break even of uh, 181. So for me, getting him in round 15 for 500k, yes, mate. Uh, I, I, that's that's what I've got to do because I'm poor. I'm like Oliver. Please, sir, I want some more. We got another live follower. Hey, oh. But I think who do we have here? Probably no one. Yeah, um, it's so much options though. Like really, like Bonson and Pelly. <laughs> These motherfuckers. Seeker. Sicily or Ryan? Because I said. Oh. <laughs> I will pistol whip you, <laughs> and I'll I'll make you. Jeez, what are you, you're gonna die. Die I quietly, told you, at least. Dude. Jesus. Seriously, why do you think I had some like syrup before I no, came it's here? Fair, fair call. Um, oh, Seeker it's Eleven subscribed again. No, no, it must be. What's happening here? He's created a, a, he's created a dual account, so that way someone will actually answer his questions. Ah, fair call. I think that's. We will get to Twitch questions. We're just gonna cover these lines first um, a little bit, and then cover a little bit on Bubble Boys, and then we'll go through everything. Uh, um, I think we are absolutely. Um, so many options though in the midfield, Chris. So like Bontempelli will be dropping. Yep. Um, Sloan dropping. Matt Crouch has already dropped. Well, and dropping. Pendlebury's further. now dropped. Pendlebury will yeah, drop. He just further. had a. He just had a sixty-seven. He'll drop further too. Break even's fairly high. Break even's a one thirty-two. So he but can he did that, go. But... He did go big, big. The two games. That's prior. true. Um, well, by the way, what do you think of Trelaw's game on the weekend? Oh, he was not best on. He wasn't. Eh? He wasn't in the best three. Did you see Easily. his face? They came over. Oh, he, and he was shocked. Look, they, he was. They came over and they're like, oh, so blah, blah, blah. Uh, oh, and while you're here, I think they honestly didn't even plan it. So they're like, we have Trelaw here. Oh, um, oh, look at my hand. Here you go. Sure. And he's just like, let's do it. Oh, um, yeah. Uh, well, look, you know, it's a team Surely effort. It's, and... the, it's the Neil Danaher medal. Surely Neil Danaher selects the player. Oh, I can't. And he knows a lot more about football than a lot of people. No, I can't make that comment. Um, yeah, no, I'm with you. Well, who who um, makes the call? Self filtering. 
Uh, I don't know, Chris. I don't know who makes that call. Um, it's it's strange because I, I I can't understand why that call was made. I I, I didn't see him in the best three. To me, I thought uh, J- uh, Jaden Stevenson was best on. I thought um, Steel Sidebottom was second, and Max Gorn was pretty good as well. And I know you. I already gonna, know you have reservations about. This I have point. reservations of Gorn because it, he he played well, but oh, he definitely butchered it. But he got hands on and kicked it to like nowhere and just hoped. But you know, but that's what Ruckman do, and I can understand that. But he went not many 50- Ruck, not many Ruckman get thirty three disposals though. So even that, that's still like. Granny does that every second week, bro. He does not. I would love to see. Look, he probably averages twenty five disposals. Someone gets thirty three, goes eh, whatever. You average like fifteen disposals. I don't a think Grundy cared because they won. He was. That's what I mean. Like his impact wasn't that great. The first, the first score of the game was from a Gorn turnover on the first, <coughs> the first bounce. He handballs literally to air, and then. Uh, I can't. No, he missed it. He missed his mark. Yeah, he hundred percent. He handled to air. Yeah. He, Clayton Oliver goes, "Oh, that's behind me. I can't Clayton get." Clayton Oliver gives it to him. and Goes, "Yeah, yeah, the one two. And Gorn's like, "What one? Yeah. Oh, so his disposal yeah. was shocking. That last kick is just a demonstration Chris, of his no terrible one, footwork. No one likes haters, Chris. All right. Now, um, moving into the forward line before we get on. Uh, so rucks. Um, no one's looking at rucks to trade in. Let's be honest. Um, so on the forward line, of course, the two you need really. Oh, you need Boke, I think, uh, and he's at a. Mainly because he's at a price that's cheap enough, so his value. Yes. Um, the one that you probably want is Dunkley. Um, he's a little bit more expensive, though. Well, I think the four really is the Boak, Kelly, Dangerfield, Dunkley. Yeah, after, those are, that's the key after, combination. After that, it can open up big time. Like, yeah, I'll still have Heaney because he's in my side. And um, the last two are questionable, which is why I wanted to keep Heaney and still try and get Dunkley, but I can't afford it. Well, so. I'm keeping Heaney, hoping he actually goes on a couple good games and eight elevates in price. Yep. And then if I have trades left towards the final series, then I can actually use that luxury trade then to actually get me a point of difference Yep. on someone who's actually having a, a hot streak. Um, now, the one you might want to wait on. So we're, we're, this yes. is what we're doing. Going a little bit left field. Monday. You might want to wait on Monday. So Monday has a break even 198, so he's guaranteed to drop cash. He's also priced at 553. So after one more game, you'll be able to pick up Monday for like 520k. Yep. So what's his break even? Because he's projected to go about 198. No, he's projected. Oh, he's projected drop. He's at uh, 37 and a half, but his projected score? His projected score is 115. So if he goes okay. 115, he's still going to drop 37k week one. So good. So I honestly think that he's the better um, uh, choice out of your last. Again, if you're looking for your last upgrade, it's the problem is you can't do it until round 15 because this week he'll play, next week he's got his buy, and then you want to trade him in the week after. So that's a guy that I'm looking at doing to yeah. fill out my. So you're saying, so you're saying that if you're a slow starter, it could work into your advantage to go a Hearn. And it could for, for league Monday, play, yeah, for, 100%, for league play, for league play I, yeah. I'm with you, Chris. For league play, that is an absolute steal. And he's only in six uh, percent of teams, so he's super unique at this point of the season. That is very unique for someone, for someone who went on a massive hot streak. The only reason he's averaging so low and dropping in price is because he had that one bad round. Well, you say he's averaging low. He had he had one bad yeah. round. Oh no, I meant no, ninety nine. He's, he's had a lot of bad rounds. Well, first two and then that one just. He's recently. averaging ninety nine, and 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 this is including scores of in his system. He's got a score of 73, 35, 83, uh, and 40. Yeah. So he's got two but scores of under 40. Two were in the first two, two bad scores, first two rounds. Yep. Since then, though, he's pieced together, what, eight good rounds? Yeah. And then um, he's had a spud round. He's had a score of 151, 122, 137, 112, 141. Yep. When he goes big, he's going big this season. Yep. 
I'm definitely looking at Monday. I think he's one that can really set you from difference. And because, again, I'm just lagging behind that little bit on the pack to try and complete my team. So you're going like Monday Franklin? Uh, no, I'm probably just going to go Monday. I only need one more. Right. If I go Dunkley, which I probably will this week, I only need one more. However, I really want Franklin as well. My option at the moment is to have Franklin and loop him with Westoff because I already have Westoff. Right. Because I don't think that it's good to just sit Westoff at F6. I want to try and push him to F7. But that's going to take trades, so it's going to depend on how I can make cash between now and then. Yep. And it's a last-minute priority for me. So that's fair. There we go. That's fair. All right. Now let's get some to some uh, Twitch questions, shall we? Because there's quite a lot of quick questions here. Sorry, yep, we so haven't gonna, really. It's okay, Chris. You, you scroll. You scroll through those and have a look what the key themes are. But I can. 100% um, and there's another 100% Chris so it's 200% that's 200% um, there's a lot of percentage the big dilemma so far and mm. I had some messages from um, just trying to think I think it was uh, Will uh, Will, yeah Wally Wally Wallace yep um, so big issue and I've seen it on some other pods as well this week uh, hashtag um, Dr. Supercoach uh, who we I listened to today while I was out on the road um, and I actually listened to our friends as well Chris our friends we yeah. have friends we have friends oh that's crazy <laughs> Which one? Supercoach Elites? Yes. Yeah. Um, anyway, so the big question, Chris, though, is while you're scrolling through those, is people have Smith in their side and they have Hoare in their side, and people are looking at keeping Hoare over Smith, which is awesome in theory. However, these same people might be looking at getting a donut this week because they're not fielding 18. Yeah. So the, that's a big conundrum. This, think, that is a really, really big situation. Well, the first thing is, are you playing for league or are you playing for overall? Overall. So if you're playing for overall, then it changes. If you're playing for league, then you hold him. That's, yeah. I think that's, you hold both, really, at this point, and you upgrade to value, which, it, honestly... You could hold those and upgrade Hold both, them. upgrade to Hearn and, and Whitfield. Whitfield, yep. That's who you, if you're playing for league, you want the best. Don't Yeah, don't burn your trades. Just Keep wait. Keep them. Just wait. Wait until you can get... So Hearn in two weeks' time and Whitfield maybe in three, four or five weeks' time. But Whatever it is. get him before finals, massively unique. Yeah, Smith to Hearn, bang, and then go Hoare to yeah. Whitfield. So I'm looking at um, having either one one of Hearn or Whitfield as my Brody Smith trade, but it's not going to be probably next week. It's probably going to be a bit after because um, uh, Hearn has a break-even of 161, I believe, um, and he's 600K. I just can't afford that. So I need him to be about 550 before I make a move. So for me, that's I'm waiting a couple of weeks to do that. That's fair. Yeah, but I think with overall, um, you got to if if you're going to copy. Well, for me, I didn't think Smith was a keeper to begin with, so I was happy to bring him in and upgrade him at some point. If you're um, holding, here's the issue. Here's the key issue. If you're holding for and you're going for overall, if you're holding Hoare and you're um you've got Smith, and you want to trade Smith and holding Hoare, you're literally losing this week and for the rest of the year. Whatever Brody Smith scores this week. Correct. Against Carlton, by the way. No, no. no. Who are they playing? Uh, a depleted Richmond. Richmond, yeah. So he could go 100. Giving up scores to, to defenders. So if he goes 100, hypothetically, if Brody Smith yep. against a depleted Richmond bangs out 100, that's 10 then points that's a 10 game. points a game. 10 points that, a game. So Hoare essentially needs to average, if Brody Smith averages 85 for the rest of the year, Hoare needs to average 95. In order to Which actually, I can't see. in order to break even, yep. and that was the point I was trying to get because he's like, oh, um, you're talking about like cash, like Hawker makes some more cash. I'm like, it doesn't matter. Like, yes, it is good cash, to have if, cash around if you've buys. Got it, it doesn't matter. Cash around buys is if like you know it, the shit thing is is with Bolter, you probably have to get rid of him because he's going to drop thirty, and that's the worst part. Yeah. So you need to upgrade Bolter or downgrade Bolter, but. 
I'd, you'd have to downgrade him to get someone essentially on field yeah. um, because you need those points on field. And that, that's pretty much the big thing is with the going for overall, you need points on field. Um, price doesn't matter so much. So Hall's done his job. He's made a heap of cash. So what if he's going to make another 20K? It doesn't matter. If you can get him to a premium right now, bang, do it. And you have a premium. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I'm completely agreeing with you. There are a very select few reasons why you would not trade him. Um, and if you, Low trades. But I just don't think anyone's in that position unless they're playing for league. Yeah. I don't think there's anyone that's got like 19, 20 guys going into this week and they're like, oh, I'll just hold Hall. I don't think there's many yeah. guys in that position. So if you have a lot of players, you can hold. Yeah. If you don't have many trades, well, then you shouldn't be trading Smith anyway. Um, yeah, it, it's an interesting one. but um, That's our take, right? That is definitely that's our take. That's a fresh take. All right, now let's start going through these switch. Now, we'll say hello to everyone that's out there commenting. Thank you all. Um, so we've got uh, Ando, Sir Black Knight. Thank you very much. Hey, Ando, I will take my time, mate, when I'm not well. And we, right? are, we do apologize that we didn't start on time tonight. Um, oh, I, look, I need I've been under the weather. Yeah, and you, can, we've got you can hear me. It was so I was coughing every two minutes before. So I think it's a combination between the beers, your company, and the cough syrup. So there you go. That's true. Um, so guy, oh, dude, by the way, shout out to this guy. Um, I don't know if he's changed his name or if this is a new follower. Guy called Hamstring Awareness as his... Um, oh, no that's way. That's so good. That that's, is, his, that's his Twitch name, Hamstring Awareness. Can we like bow? We're, we are not worthy. That is amazing. I wish I had thought of that. That is so good. That's Hamstring great. Awareness. Is, he must be from Adelaide. Surely, or GWS, one so of the two. He's, he's a crash. 50, 50. He's a crash, brother. Tell him essentially. Tell him. Tell him where he's from, or, or Richmond. Tell yeah. us where you're from. Yeah. Um, right. Tell us where you're from, because that'd be really hilarious. Um, shout out to Carlito, who said, "Hope we get a good uh, Brisbane versus Carlton game today." By the way, oh, well, here we go. Come on, you have to bring him back. Come up. on, why, why you do this to me? Because you give it to me. You gave it to me when we lost by a goal or touched. You know, I thought, you know, why not? Everyone share. Uh, it's fair. It's fair, and. Did you? I'm see- going to tell you. Okay, so were you watching that game and being like, okay, I hate Patrick Cripps. Okay, well, I actually want to do fellatio to him. What no, what it was, <laughs> what it was, Chris, is that um, the first quarter and a bit, I was watching it going, this is fire. Like, we are you literally- You guys are playing really well. We, we yeah. were on fire. And then all of a sudden- Well, we- no, no. Neil was dominating the game. Yep. And almost as good as Crips in the second half, but just not quite. Like, he was just not on the same level. They were they were smashing. And not only that, Lions were getting on the outside. They were kicking goals. We looked good. We butchered I'll a couple. I'll also say Carlton turned and over the ball amazing amount of times out eight. of defense yep. in the first half. Um, the funny thing was is that... See, now you've lost my train of thought, Chris. Let, let them... <laughs> I will also say... Let them play. <laughs> let them play. Um... Yeah, but then they, they got they got out to this nice lead of 37 points, and then you just watch them. And Carlton started to try and claw their way back, and the Lions were like, oh, this is easy. We're playing Carlton. We're playing Carlton. All right? One thing as a Lions supporter you never do is don't you... Don't count your chickens. You never get cocky. When, mm. you, when you're a Lions supporter, you don't know what they're playing week to week, and it's been that way for 10 I, years. As a Collingwood fan, I know this is as gospel truth, because you don't get cocky. we've been down by two, three, four goals before and just run over the top of them by 10 goals. So When we went <laughs> round, round one, we play West Coast, we're winning, and I'm like, even then, I'm like, we need to kick the next goal. Yep. And even then, you're like, hold on. And then all of a sudden you win by like 40 and you're like, oh, what a great win. But you are never cocky. And the fact that we lost doesn't surprise me. It was off uh, the back of one of the most impressive performances by an individual player that I've ever seen. I stopped watching it half to half time. Oh my God, dude. You, you stopped watching it after half time. 
Yeah, because they started to lose. I was like, oh my God, Carlton's playing well. Oh, I, no, don't do that. I'm a hex, so I turned the TV off. Dude, he balked two guys, ran inside 50 and I kicked saw. a goal from 45 well, I meters. Saw. I saw. The guys... He had five disposals you know, inside the 50 and he kicked four goals. Do you know how amazing his, his delivery five, was from clearance, though? Five disposals in the forward 50 and he kicks four goals. The, Freak. Spread from a clearance. He did this about four or five times where he would have the first disposal from a clearance, right? He would split the defense open with one handball, like into to a guy running into open space in the forward 50. Cripps had one of the most impactful halves of a football I've ever seen. One of the worst. It was unbelievable. One of the worst decisions, besides to go with haircut, is... Um, <laughs> it's bad. Putting lions on him. Yeah, and they, they didn't have a matchup for him. They didn't change the matchup. Robbo, probably. put Robbo on him. No, they changed that late. Robbo went in late. late, but too late. What too what Cripps late. then started doing is he went forward and was um he took like two contested marks on him. So in the air, Robbo's a liability. Yeah. So he got a good mark though the other week. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it, generally in a contest, yeah, one on Cripps one, is going to kill him. Yeah, he's just not tall around enough. the contest. Yeah. You know, Robo, yeah, exactly. Robo, Robo tackle. Man and, on man yeah. is fine, but yeah. against someone that's 194 yeah. centimetres, yeah. he's never going to make it. And yeah, about an extra 15, 20 so kilos. So they just didn't have the right matchup for him. And when someone's that lit, it's probably a two-on-one. You doesn't, probably get... It doesn't matter what you do. It's like you could honestly just put someone on Gary well, Ablett and you'll still get 35 touches and that, two That's goals. how good he was playing, right? Yeah, it didn't matter what you did. But Walsh then just got off the chain because they put so much emphasis on Cripps. He was just running around on his own for half the game. I couldn't believe it. Like... He he played a really good game too, but it was his one forty two was literally this big compared to Cripps's second half. Do you know why? Because he was following around Cripps in his back pocket. That's true. You just get feeding off him. It was clever though. How, well, how clever is it? You know it? what was more clever? You're following around the big beast, and the big beast gets it. Bang, bang, bang! Gives it to him, and Walsh's his his disposal is slick. Like oh, his handball. Trelaw should actually spend the summer with Walsh and actually just camp it's out good. for a bit. It's, it's good. good. He's, their hands in close were really good as well. Oh, yeah. But what I'll say is that um, Matty Cruiser, <laughs> Matty Cruiser uh, just basically literally palmed it down to Cripps. Anywhere he was, even the even when he didn't get a hit out, what he did was he forced Steph Martin to play to the same quadrant that Cripps was in. So if he didn't get the hit out, he gave Cripps a, a chance to impact it. It was like one of the most beautiful dynamic duos, or like from Ruck to Ruck Rover, I've ever seen. It was unbelievable. And I'm, I'm sorry that you couldn't appreciate it because it was against Brisbane. Oh, if no, it was against like, Collingwood, I'd feel like you were, but, oh, man. No, no, I get it. And so I know good. people people have ripped on me in the chats and stuff, which is cool. I get it. But I'm not one of those people that doesn't expect the, you know. I think we actually need a good loss like that to actually yeah. sort of turn our season around. Can I say, quickest, uh, the biggest fall from grace this year, Chris, would you rank... Say Westos fall from compared to last year. No, 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 no. This is a serious conversation. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Steph Martin has not been as impactful this year. Played with Archie Smith on the weekend. In general, though, like he's not being that impactful. His super coach scores like in the eighties, if that. Like he's actually dropped off a lot in general. Well, we we said at the start of the year that I wouldn't pick him because of his age. I mean, he's thirty two now. Yeah, he's, he's getting on. He's had his four good years. I think he probably picked a little bit early for a ruckman, but. Um, maybe he's just not as strong. Mm. He's not as athletic. He's definitely not getting around the ground. And he, they had a reliance on a mark kick game plan that they don't need anymore. So now that they're winning contests, they don't need to try and control the ball. Mm. So a large time, what they're doing and their forwards are winning ball or making a contest, 
So they, they're allowed to kick long to a contest, which is usually a one-on-one. And even if they don't, if Hillport doesn't mark it, he's generally getting it down to ground yeah. with good smalls that can actually impact the game. And so that completely changes how you play a game of football because instead of trying to, you know, trying to pick a pass, you know, going 20, 30 meter passes and trying to move the ball forward when you don't really have the foot skills to be able to do it, now you can go along with the confidence to forward targets that are actually going to help you win the game. And that cuts out what he was doing. So he was doing those short lead. He was very Rockcliffe of the style of play. Short lead up targets, short, you know, mark, kick, mark, kick, mark, kick. That's probably the reason. He's not yeah. getting those cheap possessions anymore. And then kick it or backwards, sideways, whatever he had to. Exactly yeah. right. He, and he was, he's never been a really great kick, but he's no. been a good lead and he's been a good, good mark. Good, yeah, yeah, good mark. So he's Fair been cool. able to do that. So cool. uh, their style of football probably is just not conducive so who, to the way he plays. Who's had the biggest drop-off then? Oh, 100% Westoff. Yeah. Fair cool. But role-dependent. Yeah. Because he still has the talent. He's, he's, he's not... The fact that he no, doesn't have the talent. Or it's just that Port, Port's playing crap and he his position has been reliant on other people. And you know what? His positioning's oh. actually really good. It's just that when he's positioned well, Port just looked the other way. I, I, I watch him way too often to be like, I had, he's out there on the wing on his own and no one's looking that way. What are you doing? I had a couple of rages today, Chris. Sorry. I just get angry. A couple of rages today. Um, couldn't send an email because I was raging in, in the online platform. Um, so I had to actually write it down in my diary because... Imaginary diary. Um, a couple things. By the way, d- before you move, how, are you good with public speaking? Yeah. Why? Like, like, do you, you know, funny or are you just shit? Funny. Yeah. Is in am I like funny? Is in I choke or am I just like? Yeah, I don't know. Like, yeah. What would you funny? be? I know. I was just you know, I was thinking of you for being MC at the wedding. Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah, you'd be good. I, dude, I, I was, just asked him by the way live on Twitch. Uh, hello. I was in. <laughs> I was in senior debating. I was. <laughs> School captain, my friend. I am used to speaking in front of people. Oh, as long as you bring the comedy that you bring to this, I think why that do you that's think I am idea. so articulate? I mean, one of us has to actually be able to talk. I just want you for your looks, really. I'm actually just wanting the Abercrombie and maybe a little bit of Fitch. That's why. That's why. I get, that's why I get the best side here, Chris. <laughs> that's true. Speaking it's of true. which, I need a haircut. Uh, anyway, so one of my rages was uh, people trying to talk Zebul in as an option. I don't mind Zebul as an option, but I'll- no, I was intrigued. Chris. You were intrigued? I was intrigued because mm. he has done well. He has a good role. I am intrigued. The problem is... What's your problem? Is that show, his show problem. his scores have actually come around the fact that Mason Wood has been in form as well. Yep. I, we, we discussed this earlier in the year. And healthy. Yep. Mason Wood, fit Do and healthy. Do you trust those hamstrings? Because I don't. I don't. And if... It's the old Bont and Pelly. If they get injuries in the forward line, guess who's going in the forward 100% line? 100% because Bont they have no one else at this point. Nick Larky's playing Zeeble, right now. Zebul, if Mason Wood goes down, bang, who have they got apart from Ben Brown? Catch you later. Zebul, you're going into the forward line. Tom because, Campbell's the only really other option, but and he's not have, really a key tool. And North have so many midfield depth that they can actually afford to then go, okay, you know what, Zebul, you're playing forward and we're going to put they in... We're going to put a Hearn. We're going to put a Hearn in the midfield. We're going to put Scott in the midfield. We're going to replace you that way and you're playing forward. I'll, I'll, t- I'll say two things to, to North supporters out there, if there is any, because there's only like four. Um, <laughs> throw back to last year where I made that same joke. Yes. Um... Cunnington's one of the best clearance players in the competition, so you don't need Zebul for his his clearances, right? Um, it's it, this is this has been North's problem for about ten years. They it's and it's a lot of teams' problem is it's it's currently Melbourne's problem is they've got a lot of midfielders that are one paced, a lot of midfielders that do the exact same shit. So basically, Zebul is a poor man's Cunnington. 
So why would you play both of them in the same midfield? Yeah. I remember, right. I remember one year, Cunnington was averaging over 100 for most of the year and then dropped off a cliff. Yeah. That was the year our draft league went well, split. He and does. I got, I got Z-Ball thinking, yeah. yeah, I've got a guy averaging like 105. How great is this? And then boom, nothing. Well, absolutely that, nothing. What they really lack is dynamic midfielders and they have one in Sean Higgins, but yeah. he's now injured. Like Simpkin right? could be better. Simpkin. Look, he's too young though. He's too young, but over time he could be dynamic. In their defense, could be dynamic. in Norse defense, they have tried to draft them, yeah. right? Bailey Scott is a classic example of getting a dynamic midfielder, right? Um, yeah, you've got Jai Simpkin who has done basically nothing. Hey, he's done more than McDonald. Well, maybe. Well, actually, no, McDonald. They tried to get you. Aaron Hall as a dynamic midfielder, but he's defensive liability. Huge. You know, so those three guys—they're trying to get that third pick. They've got Sean Higgins. They've got they've got Cunnington. They need that other big A grade midfielder in there. Someone who's going to be able to play inside and out, like I say, is I don't hate to say Sam Walsh would have been perfect in North Melbourne. I still, tell you what. still find it. Yeah, he Walsh. Oh, oh, mate. Would have been. That's that's what they need. They need someone who can be inside and out. They don't they, need they, another Zebel in there. North should not have done so well last year. Well, it's their own fault. Well, right. yeah. Um, it's their own fault. <laughs> I feel bad. So. They've got the outside. They've got, they, Aaron, they do have like a Aaron polish. Hall should... Honestly, coming from the worst, one of the worst. He's a good needful player. Coming from one of the worst sides in the comp, not running defensively, going to a better side. What you, do they you, think? You would think that he might and actually. This is why Brad Scott's unemployed. <laughs> well, so kids in the year of twenty eighteen, uh, we com- decided to draft Aaron Hall. A comp- <laughs> yeah. It's like they've gone for like a Hershey's Kiss or something. They've gone for like a mixed bag of non cabaret They've brought in Polek overpriced. They've brought in Hall. They brought in Tyson. And Tyson and Hall aren't even in their best 20. Well, again, Tyson. Tyson he's an inside there. midfielder at best. They have them. What is he doing? And, and here's, a, here's a funny thing. It's I apologize. I apologize because uh, a lot of people ripped into Maine. And Maine has. Thank you. He's done well. He provided. Excuse me. Last took year. Took him a year. Last year. Yeah, yeah. But look, at least North Melbourne. This guy, should I answer? Live on stream. Who's who's Michael? Binstead, Binny. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, you went to school with him, bro. Oh, well, calm down. He's um, probably listening live. North catch Melbourne. Catch me on Twitch. I'll say catch me on Twitch. North Melbourne have probably one of the most expensive VFL sides. <laughs> they definitely they, do. They, they have to be <laughs> They paying, definitely do. They'd be paying a fortune in rehab. Anyway, let's. Uh, anyway, North Melbourne, let's look at their finals coming up here. Uh, they verse the Giants at Tassie, fair enough. Collingwood. The Saints, Essendon, Lions. So not too bad in the next few here. Uh, Blundstone Arena, they actually have a couple games in Tassie. Good on them. Go yeah. Tassie. The, the, the draw is um, draw's favourable. For the first it. part, yeah. and then they then play... In the finals, not great. Eagles away. Uh, so Brisbane away, Eagles away, uh, Hawks at Marvel, yeah, and then Geelong at Geelong, Port at Marvel, and then at... Melbourne and Victor, um, Tassie again, righto. Okay, I don't hate. I don't hate their draw. <coughs> I don't, it's not necessarily that bad. It's just, I just, I, I can't put my faith in the fact that Jack's evil. A holds his form. B holds his role. It's, it's, it's just, and not, he's not that cheap anymore either. He's like four. No, nah, exactly. He, he's cheapish. You, you may as well. I would but, rather go a Caleb Daniel who is is done the whole role. Like he's got enough. We've got enough body of work that we know Caleb Daniel is playing defense first a year. I'd rather go Jeremy Cameron as well. Probably similar price, except Jeremy Cameron. Bigger ceiling. Uh, well, that, and he's in a winning side. Fair enough. Now, we should what go is- through and just acknowledge everyone on Twitch. So, we do apologize Hi, that it's taking so long to get to everyone. Well, Chris, you don't have to get to everyone. We do like talking. No, we don't yeah, have to get to everyone. You don't have to get to everyone. But I'll get to Fozzie Lupone, who said, uh, did, Chris, did the old Brisbane come back after halftime? 
Um, look, even a royal turd can stink now and then. That's that's true. Yeah. I, I, I write, that, write that down. I uh, understand. Chris, write that down. Sorry. If I'm MC, I won't be able to sit at the bridal party then. You, what do you mean? You're right there next to us. Yeah, but I'm not having drinks and sitting on the table. Jeez. Yeah, well, oh, okay. Limitation with oh, okay, right. So you're trying. Our is sort of. Okay, okay, you know, okay. Maybe a bit of... You know what? I think I might have to adjust a few of my own. Um... <laughs> is that, there's only so many that I can cater for, right. my friend. Okay, so this is like giving your cousin a little hand-me-down kick-up where you're like, I don't have a role for you, but you, you can run water. <laughs> That's pretty much it. Okay. Do you, yeah, you, you know what? You're playing like reserve grade, but you're also running water for the first. Okay. Look. <laughs> look. Okay. I like water. Hey. I like. I like water. Hey, everybody's doing it. I right? like water. Everybody's doing it. Plus, I'm really thinking about. I'm mainly thinking about Trina here because do you really want Trina there on her own on her own table? She will be if I'm anyone. MC. She'll be. No, nah, but you're only up there for a little oh, a couple bit. Couple seconds. Yeah. Whereas so it'll that- be like your sex life. <laughs> It's absolutely, absolutely. To see what's just happened here, I give his relationship. It's about a year. value, though. Really, it's the value I provide. One year. Calm down. I'm putting the hex on you now. But do not. If she hears you, she'll murder you. She will. And she. All right, sorry, Chris. You go ahead. Still less. I'm kidding. Um, all right. So a few things about um, the sound being out of sync. So we do apologize for that, guys. Thank you, and thank Blake H121. Um, all right, here we go. G'day, uh, so Naderade, Naderade, welcome back again, sir. G'day, lads, how are we going? Should I trade out Hall or Brody Smith? There you go. Think I'll feed eight. Solved. Uh, okay, again, think I'll field 18 and uh, trade Brody Smith. So if you can field 18 and trade Brody Smith, then but that's fine. Wait for one of your first rookies to play because if he gets an 18, guess, what, uh, guess yes. what you're not doing? Well, unless you have like my luck, which is six of your rookies are going to be shit. So whatever, doesn't matter. As much as you can, wait for your first rookies to play and get an idea. Like yeah. I got Stack playing on Thursday tomorrow night. Yep. I'm waiting for his score before I make any trades. Oh, 100%. Well done. Yeah. Um, Outback 2K says hindsight. Uh, yes, of course. Lulsh. Is Harley Bunnell an option? Fuck <laughs> no. Uh, Harley Bunnell, there's, there's only one thing going in Harley Bunnell. Harley Bunnell's calves, they're going. Out the window, and he's gone straight down the pub after for a brewski, and then getting suspended two weeks later. That's what he's doing. That's that's all Harley Mel is good for. And I would have made that more R rated, but I'm trying to make it PG thirteen over here. Chris, it's really harsh. Chris, fuck off. There's nothing harsh about <laughs> Harley Bunnell is an option for three strikes. <laughs> <laughs> he's actually. I'm sure he's on like six by now. Is it ironic that three lines get you three strikes, Chris? I'm sure that I reckon the AFL have like hidden bylaws. It's only like it's three strikes per club. <laughs> so when he got traded, so I think he's, he one, got, he's probably one more away from being traded. No, nah, he's less than that. Right now, then he's going to get traded to his third club, so he's got another few strikes up his sleeve. Here's my question, though, Chris Buley, right? Yeah, yeah. Would you play if okay, Benel's this is a serious fit, question. if Benel's fit? Who would you rather on the half forward flank? Um, I would rather play Bewley in midfield. <laughs> but Bewley's not playing midfield, though. No, I know. I, like, it's a valid question. Bewley is a good midfielder. Here's the answer. He's not, he's not Do I it. think that Harley Bunnell has any chance of debuting this week? No chance in hell. Really? Last year, he played about seven games in a row at VFL level before getting injured for his calf for the rest of the year and did not get selected at all. There's no way Ross Lyon turns around Maybe. and after two weeks gives him a run. Maybe. He's proved over a two-year period that he won't do it. 
He was carving it up all last year. Carving. Carving. <laughs> I should say, using his credit card. Carving it to up. To carve it up. Because his carves are bad. Um, I don't know. I don't, I don't know, Chris, because... Maybe last year they were like, okay, we're trying to extend your career and get you good so that way at the end of the season and next year you'll be good. But he now, is so, is that he's the so, end of his contract? Well, he's so tainted that they might as well just play him. Well, that's and, the other thing. And hope that he does enough they to actually They could just be play. like, fuck it, let's just throw him in there. Well, they might. If we get what you we know get why? Because and we it, don't get upset. They're, you know why? Because they're like, well, look, you need to play in order to play I, well and give confidence I dig what you're thinking. to get another contract. Otherwise, if, you, if we play you in Waffle... Yeah. And you have eight games there, okay, then what? It doesn't mean anything. You At the end of the day, the answer is quite simply You this. need to get him in. Do you trust Ross Lyon or do you not trust Ross Lyon? If Ross Lyon plays Benel, then it's up to Benel. I will tell you that much. That's the stupidest answer to that question. No, it's not, because <laughs> if Ross Lyon plays Benel, then if Benel plays well, he's playing again. He's yeah, not dropping But they're him. not going to chuck it. No, I don't, I don't know. If he I plays can't him. imagine. Like, uh, Bewley's playing a fairly good role. He's not playing... Great super coach numbers, but his role and the way he's playing football is actually pretty good. He hasn't really stepped a foot wrong. I can't imagine him getting dropped at this point. I mean, I couldn't get Stan corrected tomorrow. I don't think it happens, but stranger things have happened. So, see how we go. Um, I think the question was probably also related to would, would you, I trade would you, him in? Yeah, I was Fuck about to. No. I knew your answer. Fuck no. No way. He's a forward only, too, which is a problem. If he was a mid forward, and, um, he, and he came out like a bang bang and actually pulled out some eighties. I might put him on the bench and swing. Him. If he gets eighties, I still wouldn't get him in because you you got to remember that you, anyone you're training from this point forward into your team, yeah. you've got to think that they are going to be here to the end of the season. There's no point in tra- trading him in for money gains is nothing. Is no. he going to be on your field? No, he's going to be on your pine. I, I take the gamble. Oh, no way. Uh, 160k. Uh, no, no, no. To have if, a bench player. One fifty-ish, isn't he? He's not one sixty over. Oh. I think it's just under. But no, if he was a mid forward. Then I'd probably be like, eh, maybe. Fair but enough. Forward only, though. I can't afford that as a forward only. Nah, I dig it. What am I going to do? I Sideways trade a young? Like, I seriously. don't dig it at all, but just don't tell Ben. Sideways trade. All right. Young. Cool. Um, on to Jordan17x. He says, Angus Brayshaw, 400k, gone back to his role. Melbourne fixture is a, is a piss take. Thoughts? No, don't touch him. He's just a, he's a guy that literally, if he doesn't get 40 disposals, he's not scoring any well. And all he does is kick long to a contest. I hate those guys. Also called the, oh, the, uh, the, crisp. The, the the Jack Crisp. The Jack Crisp. He he literally, he's not a good midfielder. All he does is receive the ball or get a clearance and just bang on his foot. He doesn't do any of the the real... At least Trawler runs on bounces and does a couple he of things. He tries. He tries. He tries. Yeah, he tries those short hit-up kicks that he can't actually do. Um, do you want to continue with these quick questions while I go to the laboratory? Right. So Chris is in the irrigation station. Uh, you are with Ben 106.9 live. Um, okay, so speaking of the Melbourne draw, let's have a quick little squizzadoo at the Melbourne draw. Uh, okay, so the bye this week, they verse Fremantle at home next week. Brisbane away, which is amazing. 30th of June, so I'm going to have to book that in for a friend of mine. Ah, then Carlton, the Dogs. Eagles, Saints, Richmond, Collingwood, Sydney, and North. You are right in the fact that Melbourne's draw is a bit of a piss take. Um, I can see where the temptation comes from being 400k. My only problem is, is that Brayshaw, people were anticipating him to be 110, 108, 110 at the start of the year, which isn't the case. And it's been proven that it's not the case. So at best, you're bringing in a guy to average 100. 
uh, not worth it. Um, you know, Matt Crouch is under 500k. I'd rather pay the extra 90 or whatever it is to him. Sloan will be 500-ish or under. I'd take him any day as well because they actually have that ceiling and are a bit more consistent in their methods. Um, look, I think he, he could actually go on a good run, but even then, what, what's, what's he going to average, 100? If you're banking on him being a 110 player, he hasn't done it at all this year. So I don't know, maybe a weaker draw, yes, but maybe it just means Clayton Oliver or someone else sort of goes over the top. So. Ash is complaining. Well, that's Ash. She's complaining about you, uh, me asking you about uh, being MC. And she's like, you did ask me. Yeah, I know. She was like, oh, how do I not have a say in this? And I was like, eh, I just made a call. Well, oh, there. so she doesn't, oh, it's okay, Ash. I'll, yeah. No, yeah, it's happening. Oh, um, okay. By the way, are we on round three? Yeah. Yeah. All right, cool. What do, what do we get to? Uh, no, I just spoke about Melbourne and how he's not, people brought him at the start of the year thinking he was 110 average or 108 at least. All right. And Very sure. Yeah. So even now, if you bring him in, what's he going to average, 100? Even, so. even last year, he did the same thing. He just so here's <coughs> I'll say Clayton Oliver's the same, right? So last year, Clayton Oliver scored really well, and so did Angus Brayshaw. They had a functioning forward line. Mm-hmm. Now these guys are both guys that when they kick the ball, what they're expecting is a uh, contest. In Supercoach, you kick forward at the ball forty meters or more, and it goes to a contest. It's an effective kick. It's a massive like it's four point five points. Yep. The problem is Tom McDonald is not a key forward. Second, he's, he's like a third forward. He's a luxury man's forward. You and trade problem- out Jesse Hogan and they go, oh, I wonder why we're doing so badly. Jesse Hogan was one of their best players. He would be their top three players. Well, he at least took the best defender. And McDonald could then float in and get marks and do well. Now he's on the best defender and he works out, oh, life ain't so easy. Yep. Being a key forward. Take a look at their midfield and, and point me out the dynamic midfielder in there. It's really Christian Petraka. Now, we know that he's had his issues. Looks like he's a little bit overweight, to be completely honest with you. Yeah. Um, but he's the really only dynamic midfielder they have. You've got uh, Harms, which is a poor version of Oliver. Oliver, who's good, but his clearance work is better and he handles way too much. Yes. And Brayshaw, who just bangs on his foot and is completely unreliable. Outside of that, they don't really have any dynamic wingers. They've got Christian Salem is a good foot, but can't find the ball enough. Yeah. They've got Jaden Hunt, who they've moved to the forward line for some and even unknown then, yeah, reason. Even then, he made some, you know, running by the seat of your pants, and then would make some bad oh, decisions. You know, what I mean, so then he had the speed, but you know, and the they've really got no one coming through from underneath, putting pressure on these midfielders because they're you know really high pick and high highly valued. Like you know who Melbourne could have really used? Who's that? Pollock. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. I know I've been hard on Pollock, but they could actually really use someone like him. Uh, a Gets on the outside, he makes good decisions, he puts himself in good positions as well. Yeah. And he can kick the ball inside 50. The, the issue is like, also not that. It's, um, I think they were really impacted by the 666. So last year, a lot of the time at the start of stoppages in center clearances, they would run two guys off the back of the stoppage to run through and either defend the stoppage because they didn't win the stoppage or drive the ball forward from a stoppage situation. They can't do that this year. If only you had a whole preseason to work that out. I know. It's crazy, hey? Yeah. Um, Although I think teams will be a lot better prepared for that this year. Yeah. Uh, I think that's also why the Lions have done quite well because we had, I think it was one of the most similar setups to a 666 to begin with anyway. And Richmond had to really change their game. Um, also change their fitness coach, apparently. Yeah. So there you go. Um, Fair enough. 
getting back onto the old Twitcheroo. Yeah. Um. So where were we up to? You didn't go any further down these questions. No, not at all. Oh, cool. Um, I just so uh, you're a wizard, Gary, which is by the way another fantastic Twitch name. Oh, is that a name? Yeah. Uh, you know what I'm liking, Chris, is the Banter Fresh community with their naming. Well, I think we, I think we draw the Banter Fresh community. I think yeah, we must it's be. our nature to be people, a little bit colloquial, a little bit funny, a little bit like left field. People with a piss take. Oh, actually, Banter Fresh. You know who's worthy. not funny? People who take shit seriously and then go, oh, they comment on Twitter. On Twitter, I'm a keyboard warrior, and what you said is uncool. <laughs> well, speaking of which, um, so today I put up a little. Was like the AF- I did the AFL survey today. Yeah, yeah. Oh, um, that guy who commented on. Well, Twitter. it was actually quite funny, but no, Chris. It was a dick. No, 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 no. Oh, Twitter. Yeah, there's uh, a. Who cares? Yeah. Oh, well, this so. This is the lamest thing I've seen since. Shut the hell up! No one cares. Oh, I don't care about that. Doesn't bother me. What's the old? You know, this is like ten years ago where you'd be like, you know, you know, uh, fuck one, marry one, kill one. Yeah, like, yeah. go. And this is like, yeah, you know, it's not a new thing. It's we have. Grown up on that for a long time. And, and, and getting the, the conundrums. You, you did that this morning, but then uh, Dr. Supercoach, um, they actually did one. Like, Pistol made a little bit of a joke about it earlier oh, right. in, on their podcast as right. well, which was pretty funny. Oh, similar kind of thing. Yeah, but not for for players that they were trying to select. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Gotcha. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so if I bring up my messages, it's quite funny though, Chris, because one of them said, um, what's her name? The journalist. Caroline... Caroline Wilson. Caroline Wilson. Yeah. So he said Caroline Wilson for all three, which I kind of had a little chuckle. And I'm like, oh, hang on a second. Like, this just got a little personal. Yeah, we're okay attacking guys because well, that's not any, there's no lines crossing apparently. Well, yeah. So we're like, okay, so it's kind of funny. But then we're like, oh, hang on, this got a bit personal. Plus, then it could be like, you know, people might be like, oh, hang on, violence against women, et cetera, et cetera. I think but- anyone that follows us regularly understands that what we're about is comedy and humor and we don't actually take anything seriously. However, if you are one of those people, we do apologize and it's not nothing no, that it's we been say. De- it's been deleted. Yeah. Uh, he actually deleted it himself because he was like, oh, after he posted it, hey, this is where the banter fresh comes in, Chris. It turns out that Caroline Wilson is actually his auntie's friend and his auntie is on Facebook. So he's like, I should probably delete my comment because <laughs> his auntie might see it and then might actually get back to Caroline Wilson. Jesus. Um, and he also did think that even though it's meant in jest, he was like, oh, like people might actually get offended. So he does share the same reservations as us, but I Fair thought enough. it was funny that his auntie knew Caroline Wilson. I so. agree. It is it is very funny. All right, moving on through the Twitch questions. Um, so who should you choose between Cicely and Ryan? We've uh, gone through that, but coin flip. Pistol um, Oh, man, there's eight people that I think this is, we got into the part where I said the next yeah, people must have been. <laughs> says that. What's it's funny here? because we addressed it anyway, so yeah. you can just scroll through those. Oh, That's good. fair. That's fair. Um, all right. I think we can go with that. So we keep going down. Murph sounds like a Collingwood supporter. That's from uh, Dirk Deji. I love it when people heckle each other in the chats. It's pretty good. <laughs> it's it's good. Um, all right. Outback to K says uh, George claims raid clan raids. I've got no idea what's happening at this point. Boys, have you discussed Harley Battle? We just did. Um, thoughts on him as an option? Yep. Thanks very much, mate. Um, Outback two K says, and I agree with this fact. Grundy is a better ruck than Gorn. Discuss. Honestly. Tell, tell me your honest opinion. Don't sit there stunned like you don't know what I'm talking about. It's like... Who would you rather have? Like schoolyard shit, right? Line them up. Who would you rather have? Um, for, for the whole, like for every element you've of the game? You've got pick one. You've got two options. Who are you picking? Well, it, it all depends on my, my teammates. 
Chris. Does it? It doesn't. It, it does. really does. It really does. No, it doesn't. It does. All right. We'll take uh, Grundy with Melbourne's midfield and take Gorn with Collingwood's midfield. Uh, Gorn with Collingwood's midfield. Be- is that just because Collingwood's midfield is better? Yeah, pretty much. Um, <laughs> so then that doesn't... <clears throat> no, no, no. Well, because I think... Here's the thing. I wish I could kind of like morph them into two. And it's like it's like comparing... Gorn is a better it's, tap, bro. It's, then it's, I'll give yeah, him that. Right? It's like right? comparing Mars... But not like, much better. It's like comparing Pepsi to Coke, right? They're both good. Do you know what I mean? Like some people prefer one over the other. Here's what I would say. I would say Gorn dominates ta- uh, like taps. Hit out. But against weaker opponents, better than what Grundy does. Yep. However... Generally speaking, around the ground, I think I think Grundy around well Grundy around the ground is much better. Like yep. he had thirty three disposal, Gorn had thirty three disposal, whatever. Who gives a fuck? Every week Grundy pulls out twenty twenty five. Every week around the ground, Gundy, uh, Gundy, Gundy. <laughs> Gun- also a better kick for goal than than Gorn as well. Gundy, yeah. Um, and I I think that his hitouts to advantage. I think that they both are very very good at hitouts to advantage. And I wouldn't say that one necessarily is better than the other when they do get a clear tap. I think that they're both of their palm work when they both get clear hitouts is similar. Yeah. So I wouldn't say, but I would say that in terms of pure volume, Gorn wins out. I think pure tap is Gorn. Yeah. Pure around the ground is Grundy. So it's kind of like, how do you choose between the two? Like honestly, I, like, I, all, I know you meant to. This is twenty nineteen, right? I know you meant to. But. To me, the guy that gets around the ground more is always better. Yeah, true. It's you, this is this is a midfielder's league. Yeah. Like the more possessions you can get, the more pressure you can put on your opponents by possessing possessing the ball, the better off your team's going to be. I feel sorry for Melbourne. I don't. I do. You they know traded, what? No, no, no. Traded Hogan, who's a loose cannon at best, but yeah, no. Well, what's he, what's he done this year? Nothing. Doesn't matter. What's he done in, in that team? What, what, what could he have done this year? Yeah, true. Um, I don't know. I feel sorry for Melbourne because they, they have such silver service tapping out. They have Oliver, who's good. Yeah, Viney hasn't done that well either. Brayshaw hasn't done well. Maybe they believe they're in hype, like Petrucca. Maybe. Maybe they were like, hey, we're all the tits, and guess what? We're flat-chested. Like, seriously. Just, I don't know. I don't know. But Gorn, for me, is uh, the best tap recommend. However, if I had to choose one, I'd go Grundy because, again, he's he's younger. He is better around the ground. So mm. he can compete he, in the tap is, He's like three years yeah. younger as well. So there's that. Um, Outback yeah. 2K as well also says uh, Walters if you need a pod. So if you are looking for a point of difference, yes, I don't. No, I don't think that's you can't get Walters this week. No, not well. What's he priced? Oh, he can get Walters. You could, you no, can get Walters. no, you're right. Um, well, if you're going for pods, he's just under 500k. I think he's about 495. The old Daniel Rich would also be a good thing. Um, it's funny because I had Ben Ashton ask me, "Hey Ben Ashton, by the way, hey peace out, mate. Love you. Love your work. Fuck Marshall." Uh, <laughs> Fuck Marshall. <laughs> Marshall, Marshall. Um, anyway, you wouldn't want to be anyone else in the world right now. It was a genuine, so genuine question whether ah, whether to, to bring in. Um, Sorry, you don't want to be anyone else in the world <laughs> yeah, right now. Yes. So without further ado, I bring to you Marshall. Sorry, yeah, this, it took you a while to get. You're about to witness hip hop in its most purest. <laughs> Anyway. Okay, so we're, See, we're was, old school hip hop fans, what we do. I thought you were talking about, like, yeah, anyway, Marshall. Um, right. Um, cool. Anyway, so about Harris Andrews, where uh, is he a good option to bring in? He was averaging about 91 or so. And he started off, his first half was horrible. Mm-hmm. Um, three touches or four touches was on bugger all super coach points. But when Carlton started to dominate, the ball was in there in the heavy, and um, he actually did really well for the second half. 
Average Willie Roll was probably the best Lions player in the second half. True. It was a tale of two halves. Lockie Neal, first half, amazing. Andrews, second half, amazing. He was good. Um, I wouldn't bring him in, though. But, you know. Daniel Rich? I mean, his second half was good, but was it Patrick's Cripps good or? <laughs> i got to stop bringing up the Lions. <laughs> Oh, sorry. I couldn't help myself. I do, um, I do like Crips, though. You know this. So, uh, Ice Truck Killer. So shout out Ice Truck Killer. Being an absolute boss for so long listening to our pods. Um, he said a couple of things. Uh, first thing he said is... It, uh, Actually, I can't even find Chris, it now. Chris can't even use technology. No, I had it covered. Oh, oh good. But he, it, did say, he did say this. Um, first of all, whores aren't worth holding on to. It could be, <laughs> it could be accurate. It could be. Wow. It could be accurate. Um, that, wow. that is okay. a point. That is a very valid point. <laughs> it's, it's actually quite a valid point. And, um, and, I'm not arguing and with actually, you. no, I'm going to disagree. I'm not arguing with I'm going to disagree because if you do hold on to them, it does cost you in the long run, both money, time and resources. <laughs> I mean, usually you pay double for that kind of action. <laughs> Sounds risky, Cotton. F and A, Cotton. F and A. We a lot of uh, movie references. We have. We've, I think we've done well tonight. I think we've done well. All right. Don't pat yourself too early, Chris. It could be a Crips moment coming. It's true. It's true. Uh, let's go, Carl- Carlito. Uh, does everyone love Crips because Carlton is shit? And it's and it's and it's cute. Big, but what if they start winning? Does he get? Oh yeah. Okay, so it's cute because they're they're getting absolutely trashed. And he's still amazing. But, but what if, they if they start winning, winning yeah. like if he starts dominating, oh, Carlton. I hate Carlton. I hate Carlton a lot more than I, I hate Essendon, which is saying something. Um, yeah, right. So yeah, if they do start winning, I'll be like, I'm on the hate train. Um, also, I really don't want Dale Thomas to win anything with Carlton, which would like. Fuck Jeez, that it's guy. been so long. Let it go. No. Do you know how many Lions oh, played for... Oh, Mick. Yeah, I'll come to Carlton. What? Dude, Mick Malthouse. Yeah, why? I will have come to yeah, Carlton. Yeah, yeah. we followed him there like a little like bitch. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. he's a little bitch. Now where's Mick Malthouse now? Fired. <laughs> he's in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> Standing in the Hall of Fame. Um, Chris, let it go. Ah, oh, sorry. Right? Take it from the movie Frozen. Just let it go. Oh, um, you see the new trailers? Frozen 2? <laughs> Is there really? Yeah, there's Jesus new. Christ. Yeah. Um... Redden, Yo, like seriously, and uh, I think there might even be another one. West Coast, you gotta let it go, mate. They won a premiership. You do West Coast, do you remember go. that? I agree. Remember that premiership? I do remember year? that premiership. Do you remember that one? Yep. Um, awesome. Uh, so Braddles seventy eight says, yeah, there's definitely no North players uh, worth considering except uh, Cunnington, but only if drunk trading. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't mind a bit of drunk trading every now and then. It'd be a cunning move, Cotton. It would be a cunning, <laughs> absolutely. Um, sorry. Oh, what do I do here? I'm running. Where Wally says Chris is on fire. Thanks, mate. I'm just going nuts. That's what I do. Um, T Man Hawk. Hey, T Man. What's going on? He says hi, Chris and Ben. Uh, thinking Hall, Chase Jones and Bolter. Oh, you got Chase Jones. That's upsetting for you. And Bolter to Luke Ryan, Buley and Warple. Um, I don't mind Warple as like a S six slash F seven. He's not the best one you're going to get in, but at least he's playing a good role. One week oh, he, snag. His role is good, but what's like what's his price though? Like I'd rather bring in. He'd be somewhere in the four hundreds for sure. Yeah, I'd rather bring in like Marshall. Um, Marshall. I'd rather bring in so many people around his price point though. That's the only problem. I bring to Marshall. Oh, sorry, sorry Wally. I just saw your message come through about are you on the right path? 
So yes, I'll I'll get back to that later. Yeah, I did. Strange. I mentioned him yesterday anyway about a couple of his trade options, and I highly disregarded his Azebel option. <laughs> Fair enough. Naderade said thanks, boys, for the advice, and um, uh, thanks for the help. I'll trade whore. Yeah, well done, buddy. Yeah, get on the get on the get train. On, get on the whore train <laughs> now. T TL seventy three with uh, a nice little ice badge here. I don't know what that's re- reference to, but I respect that. Uh, Benel has the worst cars in the world, and I don't know how he's still on the AFL list. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, Max Factor. Thanks for asking. I love that. You love that. So good. Um, never trust Ross. Also agreed to that. Um, so Naderade also says trading out Hall, Clark, and Answorth to Buley, Boke, and Luke Ryan. Thoughts, lads? Yeah, that's good. That was literally my plan. Um, in terms, except Hall was going to be Bolter, and I just didn't have. Quite enough cash, 20 You know what the best thing about this is, Chris? Yeah. We're pretty much on Adelaide time because you're reading stuff half an hour late. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's yeah, true. Absolutely. That's true. You're reading Absolutely. half an hour ago's conversation. Um, and you're like, yeah, totally agree. I'm well, like, yes, we've TL73 had a bit of a laugh about irrigation stations. So yeah. well done there. Yeah, like, right? That's so good. Um, I've said that for years. Anyway, irrigation station. Yeah. What are the plants? Um, and now TL73 also says Caleb Daniel or Josh Dunkley. So... I think if you've got the cash and it's not going to impact your overall team, Josh Dunkley's an yeah. easy no-brainer. If you have at this point not many trades, not much cash, then you might want to go the cheaper. Here's option. what I will say though: I hate Bevo, and I did this exact trade last year, this exact trade, at this exact time last year. Except I did it to Toby McLean. Do you know how cheap? He was Toby averaging 111 at the time after yeah. 11 games, and you know what he ended up averaging? A, uh, no, 95 or something. 95 and was averaging 86 on the back end of the year. Well, so Robbie, it, Robbie Gray averaged 80 or so on the back end of that year. Um, you're not going to win either way. Like, there's no I, guarantees. You think but, that's bad? I brought him in averaging 120 last year. And you know the other reason why I think people are trying to jump on the Zeeble train? Because they're looking for Dunkley 2019. Not going to happen. What Dunkley did last year, they're like, oh, oh, here's a little, here's a little slither of form. And they're trying to find Dunkley 2019. I can, I can understand. I can understand the want to do that, but it's just impossible. Yeah, but it's, it's not. Like it's not a flash in the pan, though. It's not a new person with a role that looks good. It's like an old person who's never done it before, never looked good for a long period of time. Um, yeah. Well, Aussie Gamer two three one also says I have Dunkley only because of the back end of the last year, which is one hundred percent true. Yep. The only reason why I didn't start with him is because I just couldn't trust Ross. Yeah, I only I did it as a gamble. Yeah, and we know I did it as a gamble because I looked at his back end of the year. I'm like, those you know, his scoring was that good that I just I gambled it. I went with him. She also says, oh, he also says, sorry, oh, or the it. Oh, sorry, I don't assume <laughs> gender. Um, yep, check he said check the stats of last year for Dunkley. Um, and the the issue is that the end of last year and the start of this year, he played two separate, completely different roles. Yeah. So, depending on what his role is will depend on how you're going to score. Well, the good thing is Right now, he's playing midfield, so great. Yeah, but even when he was forward, he was still getting, like, what, 90, 90, 70s. 80, 78. He, it, it wasn't, wasn't terrible. bad. It wasn't horrible. But if he does that from now to the end of the year, I'll be absolutely fuming. I'll blame you. I'll be fuming. I don't think they can, though. How, how well he's playing in that role at this point. Here's the issue. They're still not winning. True. So, it's not his fault. No, not saying that it is, but does that mean that they just want to change their mix up? Again, it's all to do with their forward line. Maybe, maybe McLean comes back in. Maybe. 
Maybe they just want change. He's, he's cheap. Maybe, mate. maybe, maybe. McLean is cheap. He's averaging like sixty-eight. Maybe it's something I never Talk even about seen a four before. Four from Grace, sixty-eight average. That's yeah. a four from Grace. I'm pretty sure it's sixty-eight if I find it. Oh, look, Wally, thanks for listening, mate. Because I think I just got maybe, a message. Maybe it's a thong. No, no old school references. Okay, that thong, the thong, thong, thong. No, that's not what I was going for. Um, so Endo says, so I'm currently sitting maybe four seven two four premiums. So, which means you need five more. I'm looking at going Fife. Should I wait on Fife and get a defender or forward <laughs> primo, or I'd I'd go sick dog or Dunkley? Thoughts? Um, depends on who else you have in your midfield. I think Fife's someone that I don't have and I don't plan on having. And the reason is, um, and the well, reason is Chris is ranked twenty thousand and he has nothing, which is not great, and he has nothing to gain. No, but I have a, I, the other midfield. Midfield's not where my issues lie. No. It's the Robbie Gray. There's and enough the West other Coast good connection. midfielders that are averaging about what Fife's averaging anyway. So it, I've got Lockie <laughs> Neal, and a lot of people don't have Lockie Neal. Um, so I've got Neal, Cripps, um, Josh Kelly. Um, who are the, like top? I've got four McRae. of the top five averages. Yeah, or or five of the top six averages. Oliver. So for me, getting five is yeah. If I've got the cash, I don't have the cash. But if I did, great. But at this point, it's not worth it for me. I may as well try and get someone who's going to be value in the forward line or a top scorer in the forward line who's going to be 80K less than go for someone like Fife. Um, and they're not going to be able to also simultaneously, then they don't they can't afford Neil. There's no way that someone who's out there trying to get their last midfield spot can afford 620K for Neil. They're going to have to wait until after his buy and then some and then some to try and get something that drops. So I don't think you're going to be disadvantaged too much. I don't think everyone has... All of the top mids. That's very rare. They would have to be really lucky to do that. Yeah, who started Cunnington? Like no one. So, so they, you, they would tactically they pick would your battles been, is what I'm saying, and yeah. then get value where you can. So, yeah, yeah. It's funny though, Chris, because we always reflect back to our start of the year, and um, actually worked out the difference in score between Dunkley and Robbie Gray slash Westoff. Because when you were heckling me about the Crips thing, and I was like, yeah, that's cool. Like, yeah, you might have picked up what 80, 60, 80 points. Right? I was like, you're still about 210 points behind the Dunkley. Oh, 100%. I'm like, it's 178,000. I, I was trying to take what you gave and like ripping on me. And I was trying, I always try and. Well, the first three weeks I was going all right. You were going great. I was I looked well like, above. I looked I like, was like, as a matter of fact, you should have Robbie Gray. You were, you were lucky, Neil, and I was just Crips biting my time after half time. Uh, it was good times. Good times. Mm. Um, all right, anyway, moving on. Round them out. Uh, TL73 said you should be praising Moldhouse's work with destroying Carlton. <laughs> you should absolutely. Well done, well done, Malthouse. Praise that. Um, Outback Two K says Chris is a tank. Nah, um, it might look. Is it just because of my? Uh, I don't know. I started working out again two days ago. I haven't worked out in like four months. I absolutely have gained so much weight. I look completely terrible. It's funny. We've done the opposite. Yeah, you've you've gone down. You've lost what? 10 kilos or something stupid? Yeah. I, oh, I was in, I can't, I couldn't lift up. Like, I've still, I look in the mirror, I'm like, okay, I've still got a chest. Right? I've got like four chins at the moment. <laughs> so many, I've got so many chins. Well, when, I, like, when I hurt my shoulder, I displaced my shoulder, so I can't do upper body. So I've just been literally doing like cardio. And my I legs, cardio. my legs are big enough anyway. Cardio, no. My legs are big enough anyway. So I've done one white, like one leg session in seven weeks. Le- red legs dropped, are overrated anyway. I've dropped 10 no kilos. No one looks at your legs. 10 kilos in seven weeks. It's what pants are for. They cover them anyway. This is the lightest I've been in like five years, <laughs> I reckon. Really? Probably. It's a good effort. It's like 87. Well, you know, you gotta come, we got to come to gym together again soon. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't been I'll, I'll be trim, oh, trim for your wedding. We'll go kick, we'll kick the football on the Chris, weekend. After, yeah. yeah. All yeah. right, cool. Always got a bag of footies in the car. 
All right. Um, TL73 says, Ice Badge was a charity badge from last year. Well done, mate. Um, good stuff. Um, Nady Red says, sorry, lads. I went away to do a bit of homework. Could you sum up what you said to my trade? I'll tell you what's even better, Nader Raid. You can actually just rewind the cursor and go back and then rewatch all of this. No way. Yeah. So if you're actually streaming live, you can actually 100%. backtrack. Yeah, you can. 100%? Yep, 100%. And when we finish the stream, it goes live on Twitch straight away. You can literally go straight to Twitch as soon as oh. that Twitch is, is finished and watch the entire uh, Twitch presentation again. Or if you wait about an hour, it'll be live on YouTube and our podcast platform. So... Correct. And speaking of platforms, facebook.com forward slash SC Insider. That's, that's a nice little. Uh, Twitter is SC underscore Insider underscore. Yes. Twitch, Twitch SC underscore. No. <laughs> Twitch. <laughs> dot, <laughs> Twitch.tv forward slash SC underscore Insider. And on all the other platforms. Um, and YouTube. Yes. That's pretty cool. Funny, Chris. Speaking Funny. of 100%, is that uh, Carlito actually sent a little message through. Apparently, Stonesy said 100% six or seven times last Friday at work. Who? Stonesy. Carlito. Carl sent me a message being like, Stonesy. That's why I put up a post. I love it. Stonesy said 100%. Stonesy. He said 100% six or seven times at work, Stones. So, love it. It's infectious. Nice. I, I respect that. Well done. Well done. Uh, we love our we love our community and we've got the greatest community. Oh, I walked up to work today, saw this guy, had my Supercoach Insider mug in he hand. He did. I need my mug. Hey, it's downstairs, Hey, So if you guys want some mugs. He was rocking it. At, he was rocking the mug at work. It, was, got, it was legit. The more good. donations and stuff that we get, we're going to put it all back into the into the podcast. Um, so it's either beers or it's going to be we, – we do have a little bit of a kitty from everyone that's donated and everyone who's subscribed. And we have some things in the works hopefully for we, next year. We do. Um, We've got so. massive things in the work for next yep. year. You, you want to be on this podcast next year. It is going to be massive. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, I know Chris talks a lot of shit, just quietly, but yeah. it, um, no, don't, not gonna, we're not going to do a you Lockie Neal. spoil it. We're not going to do a Lockie Neal. We're going to go halfway and then... We're not going to do a Lockie Neal and count yeah. our chickens before they hatch nah. and get raped by our crips, but um, <laughs> it's... <laughs> I know, right? And I can say it because a lion supporter. Um, it's but true. whatever, like some things are coming into fluition, and it is fire, like hundred percent. Yeah, it's going to be massive fire. It's going to be more of us, more of you, more of everything, and twice as good quality. So we look forward to it next year. Yes. Correct. Now that pretty much rounds us up for the for the night. Yeah, I'll just have a quick chat here, Chris. Um, just double check through Facebook and Twitter, just because I know people would get a bit antsy if we did miss them. Yeah. Um. Can I just say as well, like with the quality and stuff like that as well, I think next year, absolute fire. And that would only be our third year too. Like I'm I'm still blown away by Oh and we just We are. All the time. We get together, we talk some we we, we talk smack. We like talking this stuff anyway. We're gonna talk about it regardless. We talk about it regardless. This is how we sold it to our partners. Like I'm watching the games anyway. I'm I'm not only already that. invested. It's like an hour of my week. It's the fun. productivity when I bump into him at work, horrible. So well, I bumped into him. <laughs> I was like, I bumped into him today, and then we're like, oh, by the way, what do you think about this? And we start talking footy, and we're sitting there. Chris has got his super coach inside a mug, looking all smug. And um, it was jackass. great. I don't have one now. I do have a beer. Though, um, so but then we're like, oh, um, well, fuck, you better get back to work. I've just got to avoid you at work, mate, because otherwise true. we'll just we'll lose half an hour talking about the difference between Ryan and bro, Sicily. You know, come to my office, bro. No one, no one comes in there. Step into my office. <laughs> Step into my warehouse. I, I love my office. It's fantastic. I actually have an office at work, which is great. Don't have to work in a, a cubicle with everybody else. So I've got my own office, which is cool. Okay, anyway. so just double checking through here as well. Uh, Brad, I'll, I'll Stonesy have a just said a hundred percent. Yeah, Stonesy. Yeah, boy. Gotta love Stones. I love Stonesy. You know, you know what the funny thing was? I was thinking though, I have not 
seen a meme. Were that many memes from Stone? Nah, he's, he's done well. He's just no couple. He's, he's picked his. He times. did like three last week yeah, in one post. He did he did some good ones. He, he picks his times. It was good. He picks his Thanks, times. Thanks, Stonesy. Um, it. yeah, we might have to like bring him in as an affiliate, the official meme giver. Well, we're gonna have to. Ex- we'll we're, have to. We expand. are gonna be looking for admins to expand. We've got a few <laughs> offers out there, but we we are expanding particularly admin, next so. year. Like the the lift from season one to two was absolutely ridiculous, mm. and yeah. We'll need it. But the good thing is next year I will be teaching, so I'll have much more evenings free. and We'll be able to record earlier. Get, well, it'll be, get more it'll be more there. structured. So yeah. I know at this point it's like, hey, we're recording at 6.30 or, hey, it's like you know, Friday or Wednesday or Sunday or, you know, it's been People a bit get frustrated, but what people need to understand is that it's just me and Ben. The, like other, other groups have like Heaps 12, 15, 30 people, 40 people working with them. Like... Or if, yeah, or it's multiples, just us. Uh, and people write articles for them, or they do their yeah. research for them, and we just get together, and it's like it's almost like the front bar where we just get together. Have That's a cu- the idea. We have a couple of beers, we talk some shit, but we also then relate it back to what you actually need to know. Um, yeah. So anyway, Facebook was just pretty much Brad, so I'll go through him personally anyway. And um, look, I think that's about it because I don't want to see this guy's Twitter nonsense anyway. So look, there you go. All good. Well, thank you very much, guys, for tuning in. And we will definitely catch you guys next week again. Yes. Any questions between now and lockout, of course, touch base with us. Make sure you pay attention to your teams. There is a game tomorrow night. Oh, yeah. So be aware of the lockout that happens tomorrow night. Yeah. Any trades that you make, make sure that they're not involving any of those teams. Otherwise, you can make them later in the week. Correct. The big issue this week is whether or not Haitley or Scott plays. They both play the Sunday game. You're not going to find out before lockout uh, yeah, the first. You'd, you'd wait. So you'd have to wait. It's really tough. My recommendation is reverse all trades now. Fix your team up unless you're trying to get rid of someone playing tomorrow night, which I don't see why you would. Or unless you want Nation, which is correct. Or Nash, which is the other thing that I'm considering. Do you want? Yeah. To, would you go early on Nash? That's a good no, question. No, I would. No. Mm, yeah, I can't really because I've already There's got so many. I've already right got. Now. I've got Gardner. I've got Ainsworth. I've got. The only issue that I, I like Nash, and it's probably something we didn't really talk about, and we're doing a little bit of a a bit part at the moment. I like Nash, but you, I don't see the point in bringing him in this week when you can wait on him for another three weeks. Like it's, I don't think he's going to score that much. Like if he turns up, I'll be upset. Outside of that, he might get a seventy or eighty. Either way, it's not really going to impact my side. To be completely honest, unless I get another six. The, the thing is, what if you're forced to bring in like a Bewley though? Would you get early on a Nash instead of a Bewley? Which is that's a big question though. Here's my issue: is that I'm bringing in Gardner this week because I need the extra cash, right? right. So I can't afford that extra twenty k. That's just my team right now. That's how it is. If I could afford the extra money, maybe. But I find that next next week you're going to be trading in Gardner, whereas next week I won't be trading in um, Nash. Yeah. The other thing is I need people on field next week and looking forward, I can't afford another zero in my back line. Now, a lot of people out there will be like, oh, well, um, you know, I, can, I can afford that in my back line. That's fine. But me personally, I need that extra player on field next week in my back line, so I'm not taking that risk. Yeah, cool. So that's again, it's another, it's a zero versus another fifty or sixty or whatever I can get. And you from can still get him before a price rise anyway. So if he and does then do you well. wait a week and get him the following week. Like you don't necessarily need him. So if he goes really well, it's you're only really missing yeah. out on very few points. If he goes well, you could advantage. do like an Answorth or even a um, Dersmore or something down to finish. It's like day. the difference is like twenty k versus maybe twenty to thirty points, absolute maximum. You're right, in my opinion. So. Okay. It's not worth it. Well, that, that pretty much rounds us out anyway. So thank you for those who have been with us for the journey. Um, hopefully we help you through this by round. So send us a text 
yeah. or Facebook, Twitter. We're, we're always active on all of our, all our platforms. If you want to get in touch with us, and by we, I mean Ben, yeah. which is good because he's ranked higher than me right now, so it makes sense. That is true. <laughs> uh, anyway, Facebook is a lot more responsive because um, Chris probably checks Twitter more than I do. I'm, I'm more on the Twitter than you. I'm than more on the Facebook. He's more on the Twitter. So that gives you a good indication. That's what I do. Anyway. Yep. We love you. We leave you. Thanks, Peace guys. Out. Have a good one. Hashtag bless you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> The C is for the courage I possess through the drama. H is for the hurt, but it's all for the honor. A is for my attitude, working through the patience. Money comes and goes, so the M is for motivation. Gotta stay consistent, the P is to persevere. The I is for integrity, innovative career. The O is optimistic, open and never shut. And the N is necessary, cause I'm never giving up. See, they ask me how I did it, I just did it from the heart. Crushing the competition, been doing it from the start. They say that every champion is all about his principles. Carry. I am